need my money, nigga. Been going down at the ground. I ain't stop running, nigga. I need a break. Try to wait. They say it's coming, nigga. Hold on. Been too long. Still feeling I'm not where I'm supposed to. Not where I'm supposed to be. Up and arms. Running wild. And all they say is hope. All they say is hope. So everything will turn around. Another day, another dollar to make They never listen to a thing that we say anyway Spent all my time and money making mistakes Now I'm behind a piece of mine, I just might run away Life ain't always that perfect to what we decide Some days it takes a little more to survive So we just drink and get high Three, four times a week, I breathe and reach up into the stars elemental. I be going hard with a pencil. If money was a car, it's a rental. I be four times a week, we breathe on beats and deliver hearts to they mental. Stuck up in the box like a bento. Really give a fuck what you into. You got to do that work, boy. Fuck the world. Lift up that skirt, boy. Before you do, make sure she look at you and say, please proceed. You better make it hurt, boy. Otherwise, you gon' suffer ties with your dreams. Struggle rhymes with your demons. Slave and work and then wait for the weekend. So That's we why just we drink. drink. Still feeling I'm not where I'm supposed to be Up and arms, running wild And all they say is hope Soon everything will turn around Another day, another dollar to make They never listen to a thing that we say anyway Spent all my time and money making mistakes Now I'm behind a piece of mine, I just might run away Life ain't always that perfect to what we decide Some days it takes a little more to survive So we just drink and get high
<laughs> Crew Season Podcast. 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 We are back again. This is episode 92. 92. <laughs> 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 Did he take a What you about to say? Did he say he was on my neck? <laughs> Boy, you got you must got monoculars in your hand to be on my neck. Hold on, hold on, Wait, real quick, real quick. Boy, I hear you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you do. I hear you. I hear you. Oh man, Kitty T couldn't make it with us today, bro. We had prior engagements, man, but OT is in the building. What's good? Motherfucking building, man. My birthday was motherfucking me yesterday. Facts. Happy, happy birthday. Just recovering. Goddamn, man. man. It was a long night last night. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> long night. Long night. I'm Detroit AC. This is another episode of the Crew Season Podcast. How you fellas doing on this glorious Sunday night? Doing Great, good. Man. Finally rested. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad we pushed it back a little bit because. I would have been struggling this morning. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> See, I was gone this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have it in me at all. <laughs> but did you enjoy your birthday? Oh, of course. It's all that matters. Yeah, hey, my, good, my, my, my boy did his thing with the crawfish. Come on, man. He did. And he normally, did. he did. I <laughs> No, 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 no. I was just going to say, normally I would give you props, but okay. you know, I had to give it to you this time. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's growth right there, man. That's growth. <laughs> Best crawfish maker in the side. I wouldn't get that far. Oh, that's, that's real. See? That's always got to go. We was doing real. It was doing real. We was doing so Think well. Think about selling my highs. You give me about six trucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you going to make it like this? Or you going to get the fuck <laughs> Oh, man. Um, Docket today, man. Uh, I know we try to get away from this Jaden Will situation. But, you know, things just keep popping out into the media, man, that we got to respond to. So, uh, without further ado, it was a clip that hit the timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and which Jada just started recording Will. Will was uncomfortable with her doing that. And, you know, he had this response. I'm just going to play it. I want to get y'all's response. So, Will, you know Esther Perel is coming to the table. She's going to be at the red table. Would you say she has been instrumental in you and I redefining our relationship? I would say don't just start filming me without asking me oh my goodness. if you could film Astaire, me. Astaire, come help us again, please. I'm still dealing with foolishness. Don't. No, nah, no, nah, she, yeah, because she, don't just. Would you say that she helped us heal the hurts that we caused between one another? My social media presence is my bread and butter, okay? So you can't just use me for social media and not, you know, don't just start, roll. I'm standing in my house. Don't just start rolling. Don't Please watch a stare at the red table because she's helped us a lot. Can't you tell? Thoughts? I'm going to have to watch that. So that came out in 2020. What was that? That a stare at the red table. Oh, yeah. So this was some, you know. I think. This was a glimpse into their relationship. Just from that small clip alone, we don't have a lot of context behind it. But I just want to get y'all a response on what y'all thought about, you know, when y- when y'all seen it. I like to see garbage, man. Boy, I should have been left. Boy, I should have been left. Then she came out and said, uh, mm, yep. I'm about to slap. That, no, that was, allegedly that was fake. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was allegedly that was fake. That was fake. Yeah, it was, was a saying. source that said that, heard it from a source that heard it mm-hmm. from a source. Right. But what was true is the fact that she said that 
she wasn't really trying to get married at first because they, they basically got married when she got pregnant and she wasn't trying to go through that. Now, she said in a sense that she kind of felt pressured by her moms mm-hmm. because it was like, you're pregnant, y'all should get married. You know what's uh, crazy? But, you know, it wasn't really. When I seen that, I'm thinking, Will was married during the time he was cheating with Jada. Y'all think he regretted? And he made the woman divorce him because he said he wasn't going to divorce her. Do we regret re- divorcing? Do y'all think he regret everything that unfolded now? You think he would have stayed with the same woman if he could do it all over again? No, I don't think he would have stayed still. No, I think Will has a uh, fascination with Jada that just goes beyond logic. And, you know, it's a situation where he's constantly trying to prove himself to her. You can just tell. And sometimes she gets on his nerves or whatever, but he keeps coming back. You know, that's his wife, that's the mother of his kids. And it's like anybody with common sense or anybody that's thinking from a logical perspective would have been walked away from that. Because you could just tell that the relationship is not healthy based on, you know, some of the things she's come out and said, based on some of the things he's come out and said. But I say all that to say, he still has a fascination with her that just, you know, Forces him to deal with it Or like forces him To try to stay and work it out So to answer the question Does he regret it I don't I don't think so man Cause if he would If he regretted it He'd have been gone already I mean the The kids is grown now You know It ain't like they still You know Teenagers or kids Or whatever Like them They grown So I, he I'd have paid that little alimony And deal dog Yeah Yeah that, that ain't gonna hurt We're worth 400 million that, that little alimony Ain't gonna hurt them at all They said bad marriage for life Right oh, So they They ready they ready to go through oh, the ups and downs and all of that. I mean, speaking of the relationship working to the detriment of them, I want to get into the, the next piece of news that came out. Will is officially banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Yep. Did y'all hear about that? Yep. That's some weak ass shit. I'm just going to read the, the CNN posting. Will Smith will not be allowed to attend the Academy Awards for the next 10 years as a result of slapping comedian Chris Rock on stage during their Oscar ceremony. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced in a statement obtained by CNN, the board has decided for a period of 10 years from April 8th, 2022, Mr. Smith shall not be permitted to attend any Academy events or programs in person or virtually, including but not limited to the Academy Awards. Uh, Academy President David Rubin and CEO uh, Don Hudson said in a statement Friday. So, He's banned. Do y'all feel like the punishment was warranted? Ten years, huh? Hell no. Slap. If they had tussled up there, then I would understand that. Yeah. But nah, that was a slap now. Nah. All of the slap is disrespectful, though. It was. Very you know disrespectful. But ten years? Nah, we're not doing that. You know how they do us. But we you got all these other... Ten years? You got all these other pervs that still have their Oscars and stuff like that. All these other uh, perverts and child molesters and womanizers—they still are able to attend these things. But we'll get banned. But we'll, we'll get banned because he slapped another grown man. Mm. You know how it is. Just like with sports, you do something halfway. That's something that's light. You get the penalized the most, right? But you get up there and. Do something to a woman or something They just ah, Boys will be boys Nah Cause they They ban dudes from Black people They ban black people For hitting on the women Who? The white people Who they ban Ray Rice 
banned him for that. Mm. That's because the video came out. I think that's why. Man, Anybody that's else that didn't came out with domestic violence, they get two, three games, and that's it. Exactly. But what color they be? Black. Who? Who else? A lot of them. Who else? A lot of them. Everybody else that's been in the league that we didn't see as of late has been lied on. I agree. So if we going with concrete information, everybody else besides Ray White, Ray Rice, has been the other fair skinned people. <laughs> we gonna keep it to be. One of them almost beat his girl to death and laughed when when she woke up out the coma. Oh, that was that was a crazy situation. You know what I'm saying? The other cat that was a kicker, he been beating on his girl for years. Team knew about it. You know what I'm saying? They do get extra protection. So it's like, hey, Ray Rice, he he left hook his girl one time. He, hey, boy, you boy, you are never working to play again. That's the way they do it. Also, I think the timing of it too, because Ray Rice was downsliding in his career. Mm-hmm. Past three years was three of his worst years in his career. On top of the fact that he did what he did in, in that elevator, kind of added to it. But I mean, Smooth do got a point. Like we we ain't gonna sit here and debate uh, pen, penalties on black people in general just being harsh than it is on white folks. That's that's just reality. Um, but in terms of will, I think the hammer was gonna drop eventually. Yeah, but I just feel like it was too much. Yeah, I mean, it just it you know, I, I don't know. But I mean, then again, no willing them, you know. But didn't they boycott it for a little right. bit too? So. so it's like it's a situation where you know we put too much stock in Oscars. We do. Yeah, like right. we we go to the Oscars, we watch the Oscars, and complain about it every year, just like wow. we do with the Grammys. So in reality, I don't, I don't really think it has that big of an effect. I mean, Will is going to still do what he do um, as far as making movies and whatever, and he going to whatever. But, I mean, he already got his, his Oscar. He has the most important Oscar that a uh, mm-hmm. male actor can get. So what's left? Yeah, I haven't, I, haven't watched, I haven't watched Oscars in years. Right. We just need to make our own. I barely watched the, uh, the Hip Hop Awards. I barely watched that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We need to make our own everything. That's just why we got it and just roll with it. Yeah. And support each other. That's the problem, too. We'll have something and we don't support it. Mm-hmm. I wonder when they're going to start having like podcast awards. They already have them. Oh, you mean like full podcast awards? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Like they got categories at these awards that we're talking about for podcasts, but not a full podcast awards show. Yeah. All type of genres. Oh, it's going to come. And yeah, I, feel like, like, I feel like that's only dominated by the people that's already famous. For sure. For sure. Because if you look at it, like, even the war shows that host the categories, the people who win it is the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Joe Budden podcast, those type of podcasts. But anybody that's, you know, and I think those podcasts really, in terms of full-fledged podcasts, they may not even be, like, top ten. But it's mm-hmm. just, like you said, they famous, or they, they're the biggest names. But, you know, they got, like, podcasts like True Crime and mm-hmm. different things like that that's dominating <laughs> Number one, Joe Rogan is number one, you know, in podcasts down the line. True Crime um, is one of them. They got a couple more oh, history girl, ones. That call Me Daddy or something right. like that. Right. Like, those podcasts is, like, dominating. But, you know, they they not winning those awards. But, I mean, I, I, I get it. You know, it's all about the look. It's all about the, the social currency behind that's it. That's fucking crazy to me. But that's the game we in, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. Uh, But, yeah, as far as Will, you know, again, man, I'm, I'm tired of talking about it. I'm praying for him. Praying he wake up and see that he worth more than what he dealing with <laughs> and move around, man. Them kids is grown, bro. Go out there and be happy. Find you a woman that actually values you. Find you a woman that's going to actually protect you 
when she's making statements in the media and different things like that. Mm. Leave, leave Jada alone, fam. This shit, that shit over. You know, whatever. And I don't even like to advise people to separate and whatever, you know, whatever, but especially people that took vows, marriage. But, mm. I mean, how much can a man get disrespected publicly? Mm. Like, that's how I look at it. So, that's for better or for worse. That's the vows, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true, but I'm, I'm sorry. I, my dedication to vows is just not like that. <laughs> I'm out. Um, all right, moving, moving right along. There was a clip in the timeline about a man losing respect for a woman after he gets sex. I'm going to play the clip, and then I want to get y'all's response to what this gentleman had to say. Never have I ever lost respect for someone after having sex with them. Yes. So first, let me drink. It was actually a conjunction of things. She would always parade herself like, yo, my pussy is spectacular. Yo, you don't know what you're missing. Yo, niggas don't know what they're doing these days. You niggas is on sex pills. And once I lay it on you, I'm going to rock your world. And then my man that hasn't procured a lot of vagina in his life was like, yo, I told you I hit it and this and that. So I'm like, all right, I got that vagina. I was like, ah, oh, I think you need to have a meeting. You spoke so highly about this experience and I just wasn't feeling it, son. This is very standard vagina. You know what I mean? So in that regard, like the respect level went down a little bit, but you know. So had she not hyped it up, would you have been fine? Yeah, because standard vagina is standard. That's what standard means. Now, I'm not saying that I'm out here giving like above average penis because that's a lie. But if you're average, I'm average and it's an average medley, then everybody can eat. But if somebody's lying in this situation, <laughs> then my pH is off. <laughs> well, what about me and my pH? You know what I'm saying? I got pH just like everybody else. <laughs> hey, shout out to Off the Cuff Podcast. Oh That's what it called. That is hilarious, man. Oh my god, I can respect it. So uh, the question is, yeah, like she presented to him, like you know, well, I think they was kind of game. Never have I ever say that I've lost respect for a woman after the sex. Yeah, he came from a totally different angle than what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking, okay, you're going to come from a cell seat and gave it up, so now I think less of her because mm-hmm. he's easy or it's easy access. He kind of added something to it. He added a whole different variable, yeah. and I respect it. I think so. Oh. Shit, I was, I was hoping it was all you said it was. It yeah. wasn't close. You, li- <laughs> you lied to me. <laughs> it wasn't even close. Average at best. So I, so I want to ask y'all, <laughs> has there ever been a situation that you walked wow. into Overhyped, she hyping it up. I vibe you get there, and it's not quite what you thought it should be. Absolutely. And how was your response to it? Several afterwards? times. Because <laughs> you know, women gonna big cap. Facts. <laughs> women gonna big cap. I got the best. I'm the tightest, the wettest, the, the everything. What? <laughs> but they ain't never. I ride like a like roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> What? Be tired after 20 seconds. Oh. Her knees popping after five. <laughs> Man, we ain't even hold 60 seconds in there. <laughs> My stomach hurt. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> look here. Oh, the look they like, oh. <laughs> I thought it wasn't like this. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, they be big cap too. But uh, have I ever lost? Yeah, I have though. I have, but but not from his angle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from that angle that he took, it was more on some. It wasn't like a lost respect. It was more so like I had to put you in your place. Mm. So you see, I'm different from the rest. Yeah. But from the angle I was initially thinking about, I would say yeah. And then, but it all depends on I think how you get it. If she just freely just give it up, 
I mean, that's a kind of red flag. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if she like you that much, it's still kind of a red flag. So it's a red flag to hit on first date. No, no, I'm. I said the just the how freely she gives it up. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like if I didn't have to put any work in, and you just ready to just go off the cuff, like I know I'm that nigga, but like at least let me work for it. You know what the red flag who he was? How you let this homie hit though? Cause his he say his homie. Uh, you get what I'm saying? And you know they I friends. You get what I'm saying? That's true. That's a red flag for me. It's not, not that applies to what you're saying. Not you too free for me, baby. <laughs> you too free. And obviously, you saying it like that, then you fucking my partner. That means you been fucking fucking out here. You should have a whole lot of experience <laughs> of not laying on your back. <laughs> <laughs> like, golly. And you were still uh, average? Oh, no, man. Oh, no, man. You owe me some other pussy. You need to go get me some. <laughs> Yeah. Professional starfish. You say you need to go recruit, need to go recruit for me. Maybe right? somebody know what they doing it. No, but yeah, just a, just a, you know what I'm saying? Let me let me work for it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just hand it to me like like it samples at the mall. Like <laughs> you, you you want some, you want some, like no, I, I want to work for it. Like let me get some conversation out of you. Let me you know challenge your mind a little bit. Let me at least think. That I was able to persuade you or had you comfortable to do it, and but no, nah, some of them just like like what what we why are we still here? We going back to your place or not? Like oh, mm. maybe she hey maybe she just trying to slut you out though. I feel that, but they don't be sluts like they think they are. Damn, you right. <laughs> he makes a valid point. You right. You know what I'm saying? Which is which is cool because you know again, I think a lot of men gotta be more aware too. Because a lot of men just get in and get out. But when you got somebody that's going to actually take some time and do the things that supposed to be done to you, mm-hmm. it sets it, sets it apart. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so here's a here's a question. Why do you feel like um, both sides kind of need that song and dance, even though we both know what we're here for? Because you just basically admitted that men want to, you know, experience that song and dance as well. And we know women do. Because women will say in a heartbeat, yeah, just tell me that's all you want, and then we can do But if you go to there and say, hey, baby, I just want to smash, your chances of doing it is just not going to be likely, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you take out and you kind of play the role, do the song and dance or whatever, and then when you have the sex, then, you know, you, you'll be more likely to get it that way. Mm-hmm. So why do you feel like both sides require that song and dance when we both know what the hell we're here for? I feel like it's a professional exchange. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just coming off conversation, and if the night go right, you know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? But if it don't, then we both going home empty-handed. That's how I feel like it is. But initially, say say you meet a say you meet a beautiful woman, or whatever, mm-hmm. and yeah, you can feel you know what I'm saying like like ten twenty minutes just me and what what type of night it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? True. So bam. Hold on, wait, wait. Let me stop you. I don't mean to interrupt you, but what what keys? What what signals tells you which type of night it's gonna be? Just for the just for the I know what you're saying, but just for the listeners. I don't think they need that. I don't think. Hey, hey, you hey, saying it's just bu- intangible? Are you just gonna feel it? I ain't finna give niggas all the, all the keys. <laughs> Sign up to the Patreon if y'all not listen to the Patreon. Hey, I ain't finna give you all the keys. You know what I'm saying? I give you the key to start the car, but I ain't telling you where to drive the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, so so get back. What you were saying that within you know fairly quickly you can tell yeah, where by, this night by, is going. By, by twenty minutes, man, you should understand like. I, I I have a shot at hitting this. Mm. I have a shot. As a man, 
you should have you know what I'm saying you should have it in your mind like I I mean you it, you it's just certain shit she gonna be doing I ain't gonna tell you what she doing but it's certain shit she gonna be doing I'm gonna tell you just, one just, when what? she give you that hand on the shoulder or something on the chest when she laughing you know at you do one is she touchy she a little touchy Die yeah too. I'm just it you just, know what I'm saying but now some women are a little just touchy just cause but yeah it is a little sign if she giving you all that you got opportunity don't fuck yourself. You know what I'm saying? Stay cool. Don't be too don't be too too strong and don't be too goddamn silly. Cause if you be too silly, you ain't gonna get no ass. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you just too strong as far as, oh man, I gotta be the, the, the big dog in this room, you're definitely not getting no ass. So you just gotta be in between mellow, chill, you know what I'm saying, and, and engaging at the same time and it'll happen. Okay, so just question, where's the line between chilling and a man taking initiative? Because because you know women say that too Like oh you know I mean If you would have just said something We could have You know what I'm saying But you was trying to play it cool the whole time But she really wanted it For real But she just wanted you to initiate it So where do you draw the line between that Like how much a man should chill Compared to how much he should Initiate the situation happening I equate it to a man like Grabbing a woman's hips right mm-hmm. Like the subtle things to to show To, to see if you even close to the door mm. Put your hand just slightly on the hip don't grab the whole hip and pull her to you. Right. Right. You put your hand slightly on her hip, like towards her back a little bit, she's going to pull herself to you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's them little keys. Right. But if she's not feeling you at all, when you put your hand there, she she's going to sh- move it. She's going to swim the shit out of you. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She should. She or, yeah. yeah. Or even if she don't move it, she's going to make a statement letting you know that she's not comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's true. But if you, if you overly aggressive, you know what I'm saying? You strong woman all night, bro. You was done. And fellas, if she asks you to move your hand or if she feels uncomfortable, listen to her. Right. Don't be extra aggressive and do even more trying to show out. And that, that shit ain't cool. Exactly. That shit ain't cool. You might want to end your night right there. Shut it down. You might want to shut it down. You might want to shut it down right there and holler at the number two girl that, that was the backup. <laughs> but that's done with. That, that night right there, boy, you. It's Paul Molina and you at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So stop spending your bread right there and there. And getting, because, hey, man, every dude that go on a date, they trying to smash, bro. I care less who you is, you is trying to smash. You know what I'm saying? Now, some dudes are comfortable with not smashing a woman. You get what I'm saying? As far as like, all right, I'm just going to take her out. But if it is there, niggas is taking ass, bro. That's just how it works. So if if you one of them dudes that's like, hey, I just want to beat and I got to do all this to beat, bro, as soon as she give you the signals that you not going to beat, in the date, fool. In the date. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time, fool. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt yourself or you're going to be calling her selfish and all these type of things, bro. She gave you the signs. Whatever y'all doing, end it right there. You know what I'm saying? Call for the check. And then, you know what I'm saying, just dip off on AI hey, to drop you back home or, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to go this way and whatever. And go pick up your next thing or that you're going to do. No, don't let it linger to 12 a.m. and then you ain't got nothing else. <laughs> That's why you always do your, fate, your first date early. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. It's going to let you know how everything rolls. You're giving too much game. But that, that's real, though. That's subtle shit, but that's real. Yeah, go ahead. Man, you get your first date at six o'clock. You get what I'm saying? Because that's going to tell you I right, if I need to get a second date. Now you can have your second date for nine. She may have been planning to go out, but you hit her up like, hey, man, let's go get some drinks or something. Mm-hmm. Now, she she going to cut her girls off to go see what you talking about. 
You get what I'm saying? So you, you could possibly have, you know what I'm saying, let's say two scores in one night. You possibly can have that if you would, it, I, if you had the sleeves, you got that. <laughs> right. Right. But if you know you you a man of, I, I just want to hear something tonight, you know what I'm saying, your first one that you really want to feel out, she don't, she ain't coming off of that rhythm, then you you end the night by, by 8 o'clock, you regather yourself, You as soon as you drop off, you hit another girl, hey, what's up, what you doing, with the woo? let's go get something, let's go do something, with the woo. and this the one you know you can score with. Come on, man. Yeah, I gave him too much with that, man. I gave him a little bit too yeah. much. But it was it, it was solid. <laughs> Bro brought up some good points. Oh, I want to get into, because oh, Smooth said something in terms of, okay, if I know the night, not going nowhere. But at the same time, you don't want to end it corny. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you're frustrated, you're mad, you're not about to get it. So so give them some advice on like how they could you know, wrap this up but still keep a G at the same time. And how should he move afterwards in terms of, you know, from the point that he realizes, okay, this is not going where I need it to go. How should he move in terms of keep a G to get up out the situation? <laughs> Shit, just having a just a conversation, not not trying to take things any further, not really trying to get to know him. But I mean, it's just on some, you know, I, we may not be compatible like that. We may be just cool to just hang out, get a couple of drinks here and there. But mm. it may be it. Right. I think you got to realize that early and how you move after that. Shit, stop texting. Don't <laughs> ghost her. Well, whatever worked best for you. I mean, you can tell her flat out, hey, I don't think this is going to work. Or, I mean, you don't vibe like that. Or I thought it was going to look one way and it don't look like you're interested like that. And, you know, bow out gracefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or you can just take the sleeves, right? Just ghost. <laughs> and the, the the reason I asked, I mean, always having a conversation early in which, like, you know, the older you get as a man, like, you take – you find value in like just having general conversations with women, like good conversations with her without no ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. In terms of like, okay, I'm not really too tripping on the fact that I'm not about to smash. I'm gonna just enjoy this conversation and enjoy the vibe of the <clears throat> of the evening. I feel like a lot of men don't really think like that. They think, okay, from that point that smooth talking about. Once I realize I'm not gonna get it, I'm I, I took a L. This is a loss. You're done, yeah. And, you know, you start moving subconsciously like that. So now you turn into an asshole, you get a bit corny, you get a bit dry, you get a bit short, or you try to press it, saying, oh, okay, she's not giving me what I need, so look, maybe I should try to push it a little further to see if maybe this could, you know, get her where I needed to be. Instead of just saying, you know what, okay, it's not going to end in sex. And, and that's cool. But we can still have a super dope conversation, mm-hmm. still be cool. You know what I'm saying? You still be, you know, mannersome in terms of making sure she gets to the crib good and all of that, mm-hmm. whatever. And again, that's what I mean by keeping it G. Yeah. And not just, you know, ah, man, this bitch, man, I'm out, man. But see, me, I, I'm, I, I'm I, gone. I but think a lot of men. You want the standards, though. Right. True. But I think a lot of men, it's either it's all or nothing. So right. they don't know yeah. how to operate in that gray area. That's the problem. Yeah. They yeah. can't approach it as just, I'm just going to take it as it is. If it goes somewhere cool, if not, then, you know, I can handle her accordingly. We can just be cordial and just just have good convo and it just is what it is. Separate, whatever. We can go into business together or put each other on some kind of way. Right. Yeah. But a lot of men can't operate like that because once they interested in you, if you shut that down, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Because yeah. they, I mean, they don't know how to, their feelings got hurt. Yeah. So now that we coming back, now how it look after I didn't try to shoot at you, now you want to be friends. Like, no, I was trying to holler at you. Right. I can't be your friend. Here's a here's a question. At what point does that like maturity click? Because that's a that's a place of maturity that y'all talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, okay, I ain't really tripping. Like it's cool. We could just have that this type of relationship above board and 
It ain't got to go nowhere. And I'm cool with that. I'm good with that. At what point in life do y'all feel like that maturity clicks? And like, what does it take to get there? Because because I feel like most men are not there, and that, and that's a problem in terms of the disconnect between men and women. So at, at what point do y'all feel like that clicks? I feel like they come with the game. You get what I'm saying? Like, like really come with, like, you got to really be in the game to understand that and take a few L's, well, take a lot of L's. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To to understand how to operate in that gray area. You get what I'm saying? And contain yourself in that gray, in that gray area. Because yeah. that gray area could be useful, right? Yeah. She Like I just said, she may be a woman of standards, right? So... With, with you operating that gray area, say you don't end the night, say she a, she a cool person or her personality cool, right? You can get to know her. That may be sexy to her. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's true. You get what I'm saying? That's true. But you got to have con- you gotta have conversa- conversation skills at that point because you got to know how to engage. You got to know how to do things. You get what I'm saying? Because them simple touches or them simple gestures, are, and it, that's not clicking for her. She may want to see how your mind operate. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But most men, they can't operate in that because they see so one-sided. Like O said, it's either all or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But the, I feel like the men that that, that can operate on their on they toes and stay in that gray area and understand what the what the task is and how to get to it with different people, like those are world around the men. Yeah. Right? Because those are the men you can bring anywhere and they're going to know how to, in a sense, dance. They're going to know exactly. how to do what they need to do. Facts. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's understanding the situation. Similar, like... Baseball be a perfect analogy. They swing it for the fences instead of trying to get a base hit, second mm-hmm. base, third. Taking what you can get. Taking what they give you, mm-hmm. basically. Yep, or you know bunting, sacrificing yourself so we can get the score. That's it. That's, That's real. That's yeah. it. But, yeah, which is, again, a great point. But I, I do have a question in terms of how do they get to that point? Just like you said, men that can move on their feet. Because, you know, if y'all are familiar with smooth, I'm not sure how I many of y'all really are. But broken walk into a room, I've, I've seen it happen. This shit is, is literally magic to me because I'm not a people person. But I've seen bro walk in a room with people that he has no idea who they are. You will look away and look back five minutes later, he talking to them like they've been knowing each other for 20 years. Deep Whether it's a man or a woman, anybody, all sorts of people. You know what I'm saying? So how do they get to that point to be comfortable to, to do that? Because I feel like that's a, that's a key tool right there, and it speaks volumes to what you said in terms of some women may be sapiosexuals. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, that conversation may spark some shit. Well, damn, I didn't really look at you and think you was attractive on first go, but I feel so comfortable talking to you mm-hmm. that I'm willing to, you know what I'm saying, look past that and see where this can go. So how do they get from, you know, being not that good conversation-wise to actually being able to hold their own at a, at a decent level? May not be to your level, but at, like at a decent level. I don't know, man. It, that's for me. That was just something I picked up like over the years, like watching y'all and you know, what I'm saying like my family structure and shit. I'm like, man, I just never want to be like that. I want to be able to be able to talk to everybody. Mm. You get what I'm saying? I want everybody to be. I want to be able to feel something from everybody, no matter who they are. You, they they can be somebody I, I don't like. I understand your side of the table. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But most people can't do that. They can't. They can't see themselves. I just. I just was having a talk with a young lady. I'm not gonna say that. I tell I tell y'all who she is. Mm-hmm. Like on the way here, you get what I'm saying. And we was talking about that. I was like, most people only see like it, it, say 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 is you and a woman y'all relationship and everything is on the table, right? Most people only see what's on side of their table. They right. only understand what's on side of their table. Mm-hmm. Y'all may both be right, but y'all may be y'all may both be right from y'all own perspective. Mm-hmm. 
know what I'm saying? And that's how you get arguments. Right. Because I'm right on my perspective, and you're right on your perspective. Mm-hmm. Right? But the com- where the communication come in at, we bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's the give and take of it, all, it, of it all. You get what I'm saying? Because once you start understanding what somebody else's side has, I, I can give up this and have this. Mm-hmm. And then the other side can do the same. But most people never get to that point. That's why a lot of people are still single and all that, because they don't want to give up nothing on their side, and they only want to see what's on their side. So it's either mm-hmm. you're going to get with this program or you're not. Yep. So for me, I don't, I, don't, I don't ever think like that. I always look at all sides of the table. You get what I'm saying? Even when I, even I, even when I feel like I'm not wrong. You get what I'm saying? So developing them skills, I always look at it like when I walk in here, I'm going to walk in here with my head up. I'm going to speak to whoever in this motherfucker. Right. We can be in the elevator. We, I cannot. I, I can only be seeing you for them couple seconds. I'm gonna say something to you. You get what I'm saying? And and that that for me that's a skill. But most people don't even have it. You gotta you gotta have that type of personality. Mm. Like that ain't just something. That ain't just a skill you just pick up and you got a cold personality. You would never have that. Yeah. You know you you got your personality ha- has to be. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta have a a chameleon personality, so to speak. And if you don't have that, you would never have people skills. You may be smart in every other thing in your life, but people skills, like you see it all the time when people uh, come out of college and they become bosses or something. You may be smart as fuck, but your people skills is garbage. Terrible. Yeah. And they're going to be garbage for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what I equate it to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, think, I think you gave them some, some game in terms of finding value in just the conversation and finding value in hearing your side. Mm-hmm. It just take practice. Right. I, I saw this quote that said, it's, Pretty much similar to what we've always said before, but it's worded perfectly. It was seek to understand first, then be understood. Right, right. So right. if you if you take that approach on it, it's like okay, I'm taking what you're saying in, repeating it back, whatever. I'm trying to find the common ground or whatever, so that you understand that I'm listening to you. Right. So now let me tell you where I'm coming from, because if y'all just go both, you know, keep going back and forth, back and forth. Y'all never gonna have any progress. Mm-hmm. So but if boy. you if you take in what they're saying and process it, and you know say it back to them a couple of times, make sure you you understand it correctly, then y'all go somewhere, and make some progress. But if you just keep, I'm standing on my, I'm st- I'm you know I ain't budging, I ain't do it, then y'all never gonna work. Mm-hmm. Never a, gonna get nowhere. So that's yeah. a boy. Say that. Say that statement one more time. Seek to be seek to understand first, then to be understood. I like that. I like that. And you you know what I thought about immediately as you said that? Like us in like battle of the sexes environments so or just whenever we're around just a group of women. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we mess so well with them. Mm-hmm. It's not a goal in mind of, hey, I'm trying to snipe. Let me see who I can hit. It's not that. It's it's genuinely like I, I, I want to hear y'all take. I, I want to hear what you got to say about this topic or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. I'm, I'm genuinely interested in your side. Mm-hmm. Now, it may be because I'm, you know, scouting or trying to get my, my points together or what I'm a challenge or whatever. But... It's just like you said, it's I want to understand first. Mm-hmm. And just us showing that initiative to want to understand compared to us coming in with a with a, you know, mission right. to snipe. I think that makes them more comfortable around us. And that's why every, you know, woman or group of women that's around us leaves saying, oh, y'all so cool. I just felt comfortable. I felt mm-hmm. wasn't no pressure there. It was just we were just having genuine conversations. And I think what that, that statement has a lot to to do with that. You know what I'm saying so, yeah, that, that's real, but yeah, just to for the listeners to take away, man, just, just like that, they both said it just in different ways seek to understand first and then be understood. So, when you're talking to people, ask questions and genuinely take value in, in the answers. Um, and then you should be all right, and you know, repeat that, be repetitive, 
just like anything else, work at it, and then you know you'll be able to perform at least a decent level. Yeah. In terms yeah. of conversation skills. As far as the age, though, I don't. I can't really say what age, because you'd have to really. I think in order to get to that conversation to where you can operate in that gray area, mm-hmm. they have to take sex off the table. They have to mm. be mature in that area, so it doesn't cloud their judgment. Because yeah. when you having a conversation, you try you having a conversation to to get to the box basically. Right. But if you can just remove all that and just take that person for as they are, not as an object, mm-hmm. like they say, we always just want to hump on them and dump on them. That's what they say. That's a wild <laughs> hump and dump. I use but, it to get to know who you is. Like mm-hmm. I want to know. Like I want to know who you is. I like who your dad is. Like just in case they can put me or one of my niggas or my wife in position. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I would want somebody to do the same. Like if I could put you in position, come on, let me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I'm in the same, like, like I, I really feel like closed mouths don't get fed. I really, mm-hmm. really feel that's, like that's that. That's a fact. That's a fact. You may be sitting to the, you may be sitting next to a person for, like, like let's say, let's say you on a flight, right? You may be sitting next to a CEO. You may sit, be sitting next to somebody that can save your life. You know what I'm saying? Or upgrade your career. But, you know what I'm saying? Y'all so standoffish. Most people so standoffish. They're just sitting there. They, they cubicle and had their earphones on and won't speak to this person ever. Mm-hmm. And now you just miss, you know what I'm saying, 10, 10 years of your life because you didn't open your mouth for a couple minutes. It's true. So yeah. I'm not like that. I'd rather open my mouth and see where it takes me. You get what I'm saying? I done met a lot of people like that. A lot of people. Facts. So. And then even into another angle could be you don't even know how that, what kind of day that person had. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. by you speaking to them. Now they had so much on their mind, they just let it all out. Yeah. It was like, damn, I just, you know, just wanted to tell somebody this. I just had a lot on my mind, and I just wanted to have a conversation with somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now you didn't help their day. Y'all didn't yeah. meet a new friend. You know, it's just so many different ways just by you just being just genuine. Yeah. And that that takes you a long way. Saying that, and that's what's so big for me, you know. Um, you know, I, I say it all the time. Like, I'm I'm the the biggest fans of my, my boys because both of them. Uh, have tremendous people skills, you know. So they both do that same way. It's, and I aspire to get that one day. I'm not quite there, <laughs> but I aspire to, you know, get that one day. So I mean, it's just just go to show you can always learn something. You know what I'm saying? You ain't you ain't never got it all figured out. And people skills and conversation skills is probably the most important thing that you should be learning. Oh, people skills and conversation skills for real, for real is more important than education. Facts. If you got a little bit of knowledge of what you're talking about. And you can dance a whole lot It will put you in the building Facts That's just a fact You can be smart as fuck You can be Einstein smart bro Mm -hmm. But if you can't be a people person For a little bit They'll leave you outside that door bro I see it happen Mm -hmm. I seen it happen I see it happen all the time People got degrees and still not In the profession they want to be in Yeah But you know everything about your degree What's holding you up You don't have people skills you don't know how to walk in there and relate to whoever in there. Yep. That's the problem. And it, it bleeds into relationships. Yep. Because that's why people, you know, dudes that got money are successful. They feel like, okay, just because I got the money, I'm, I'm going to use this in substitute of having people skills, right? And they mm-hmm. think that that's going to work for them. And then they end up getting finessed. Yep. Or they end up, you know, the woman not really liking them like that. And they confused as to why. It's like, well, because... You didn't work on your people skills. You work to, to get your bag up to the tippy top. Mm-hmm. And even women on the other end, you work to get your body up to the tippy top. Mm-hmm. Your personality is terrible. Your yep. conversation skills is terrible. Yep. So it's like, you know, again, you 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 have to have that if you want to have anything that's, you know, sustainable in term in long term. Exactly. And if you want to read people. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you have that, if you have conversation skills and people skills, bro, it, you gonna know who around you and ain't don't supposed to be around you, bro. You yeah. gonna know that off the rip. Nah, I can't have them. But if you ain't got that, people can finesse you all day, mm-hmm. all day, bro. So that's how I created. I, you know, obviously we got great friends. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay, man. Hell of a topic, man. Let's get into yeah. quick hits. Well, now nah, before we do that, there's a, a uh, story that broke in terms of that um, black guy that got stabbed. Did y'all did y'all see that? Yeah, I'll, I was a little bit. I, I was with him until I seen his tweets. I didn't right, see hold, that. I didn't see. Yeah, hold tight. Let me let me let me read the uh, story. Right. That um, I didn't see. I was with him till I read his tweets, and then I was like, "Well, you got what you wanted." What? Yeah. All right. So let me read it. So basically, um, you know, it's an Instagram model, white girl. Um, police ran into her condo. Uh, she had blood all over. You know, the video is everywhere of her getting arrested and pictures of her getting arrested in the video. I guess somebody uh, across the way from their condo was, you know, on their on, on they job in terms of getting pictures and different things like that, right? So they got her with that, and, you know, the story broke. Man has been stabbed to death, uh, you know, by this Instagram model or whatever, and, you know, it's all over the place. So I'm going to read it. A uh, new video showing the bloody aftermath of the domestic disturbance in Miami, which ended with one man being stabbed to death and a woman covered in blood. In the footage obtained by TMZ, See the woman in sweatpants and a bra handcuffed and soaked in blood as she sits on the floor of her luxury apartment talking to cops. Cops responded Sunday to a call about domestic violence uh, involving a stabbing. When they got there, they said they found a 27-year-old man with an apparent knife wound who was then rushed to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Mm. Police say the man, uh, Christian, I'm not going to even butcher his name, uh, and the woman in the video were involved in a physical confrontation that turned deadly. Cops are not releasing the woman's name, and she has not been arrested. But Lee Merritt, an attorney working on with Christian's family, says the woman is IG model Courtney Taylor, which was Christian's girlfriend. In the video, the woman's blood-soaked bra and sweats are identical to what Courtney was wearing earlier that same day when she posted a video of herself on Instagram Live. Uh, Courtney was also featured in G-Eazy's uh, music video, Me, Myself, and I. Uh, folks who knew Christian say he lived in the building with his girlfriend. Uh, as for why Courtney wasn't arrested, we're told she was taken to the police department for questioning and reportedly threatened to kill herself. She was then placed on a psychiatric hold. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, Courtney has more than two million followers. You know, it's prominently featured on Christian's page, right? Do so, you when think this story a black broke, person can get away with that? Hell no. Saying that, no, I'm gonna kill myself, and they let you go to the crib. Put your ass right in, right in bookings, and we're gonna watch you. As far as going home, hell no. So, so let me. The general consensus when the story broke, right? White girl stabs this black man to death. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe that. And she's out of jail. See, this is what I'm talking about. The system, this, the system, that. Mm-hmm. And then further information came out. Um, now this is was a bit weird to me, but I'm gonna explain it. People went to the dude's Twitter page immediately, mm-hmm. found tweets. Mm-hmm. Saying in which, oh, I would never date a black woman. Mm-hmm. Can't believe they thought I would date black mm-hmm. women. Never that. Can't do that. So it's mm-hmm. a bunch of tweets that have that that sentiment behind them. And then this happens, right? So then also um, more information came out in terms of him or her calling the police about six to seven times for domestic violence complaints before this situation happened. So she called. Yep. Okay. Which is why I think that she's out of jail. Is because she, you know, she called them and reported him seven times for domestic violence. So they gonna give her benefit of the doubt just be just based on paper trail alone and her being white. If we gonna keep it G, we gonna keep it G. So she never 
but she never said it was self-defense. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, she did say it was self-defense. Oh, she did say it was self-defense. Yeah, yeah, but she she threatened to kill herself when she was in the police station, of course. But but yeah, no, she she definitely said it was self-defense. Yeah, when I first seen it, I was like, damn, that's crazy, man, boy. Mm-hmm. Damn, man, another one of our brothers going to this and all that. And then when I seen them tweets, yep. You know what I'm saying? Don't mean he deserved it though. No, it don't. No, no mm-hmm. I never. I'm never promoted mm-hmm. of somebody killing somebody. Me, I believe in the eye for eye. You killed this man. I believe his family should be able to kill you. That's just how I believe it should go, mm-hmm. right? But that being said, off the table, right? Y'all know. I, everybody that know me, you know what I'm saying. They watch the show. They white, Mexican, black. You mean y'all know? I'm I'm not a racist person. Never been that. Mm-hmm. But I ride from my side. You get what I'm saying? Because I understand the ways of the world. You know what I'm saying? I, even when my people not with me, I'm riding with them. Right? So you'll never catch me with, with tweets saying I would never date a black woman and, and all these type of things about right. black women. I would never do that. That's just corny. It was just going to keep it. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, continue. You know what I'm saying? So when I first seen the story, I was like, man, that's messed up. But when I seen his tweets and then I went to it, because, you know, people Photoshop. I went and checked them for myself. You can go search the, the, the timeline and, and find it real quick. Mm-hmm. Went searched all that, seen it. I was like, hey, you for the streets. You ain't you ain't for our side. You, you know what I'm saying? Your fight wasn't for our side, man. You for the streets. Okay, hey, sorry that happened to you, my boy. But you for the other side. I can't even say my brother. <laughs> That's how I looked at it. I don't mean to laugh, but that's how I looked at it. Like, you for the other side. Because you was up here downing our people. You know what I'm saying? In a sense, you was downing your mother. You know what I'm saying? So I can't I can't rock with you, my boy. I can't do that. So yeah, uh, prayers out to all parties, but that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Oh, what was your thoughts? First heard, like, as this information was trickling down, give me your initial thought, and then your thoughts as the information trickled out. I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I didn't pay too much attention to it, but it was just one of those. Like when you saw the pictures of the couple, and you saw her stabbing. You know, not her stabbing, but the blood, and mm-hmm. that you know, allegedly she killed him. Mm-hmm. It was just one like one of those deep sighs, mm. and it's like it was just so many questions that went through my head. You know, it was it was one of those, like, was it self-defense? Was it something that's been planned all along? You know, like, just why? I don't know. I, it was a lot of, lot of confusion. Mm. But now that you said that about the tweets, y'all said all the tweets and stuff like that, my, my thought just now was, like, damn, like, how much damage was caused by – a black woman towards him to make him feel that way. To make you just say, I've never, I never dated a black woman. I never, like if you saying stuff like that, like, like I'm just really curious to know like what happened to get him to that conclusion. Man, I feel like dudes that say stuff like that, they be shooting for the woman they know they can never have. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like. For real, for real. You know, that you see it all the time. You know, you see it all the time, bro. Even the dudes that be, Walking up to the chicks in the corner store, and the chick don't want to give him the number, and he go off like, "Bro, you knew, you knew she wasn't gonna." Come on, yeah, well, come on, I knew. Chance, boy. Look, look, look at me, look at you. Red shorts. Uh- <laughs>
Red shorts. Yeah, like, like yeah. for real. That be the dudes. I don't want to talk to you, nigga. That be the dudes that do that because you out of your league. You out of your league, but what a lot of dudes don't understand is you may be out of your leagues look look wise, but if you got great conversation, that's a substitute. Mm-hmm. Because women like that feel yeah comfortable. We men, we are the ones that shallow on looks for real, for real. Yeah, you know what well, I'm saying. Women too, but if you make a woman more so, feel a, more so, men, men are more yeah, so more, shallow. More so. Yeah. Women are uh, in in a way, but if you can give a woman that feel. She overlooked that thing. I agree. You got to have a lot of more things, which you got to have a little money. You know what I'm saying? You got to have shit going for you. You got to be in a, a nice position and all that type of stuff. But that feel has to be the number one if you don't have the looks that she want of that standard, I whatever know, that standard I is. I you want to argue I'm going to be about the same. Because if you short, you automatically eliminate. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. You got to. You know what I'm saying? saying? So to an extent, they. I feel like it's, it's, it's real close. It's close, but we are more men. We are more shallow on that. We are way more shallow. We won't even talk to a woman if she's not up to the standard of looks wise. And women not either. They're not gonna look your way. You get what I'm saying? They think that's a that's sexual harassment, or just harassment in general. You talking to her and you out of her league. <laughs> that's that's hilarious, but that's true. Hey, that's true. true. That's true. But <laughs> all right, so I'm saying if you were if you a league under her, maybe two. She'll give you a shot. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Men, we not shooting like that. We shooting for a league above us. We try, at least we trying to all the time. Mm-hmm. We ain't even trying to look on the same level as us. Mm-hmm. Women are go a level or, or, or two under. That's it. That's it. So that's what I mean by we are more shallow. Yeah, because I agree. I think, you know, it stems to what, like, we value most. We say it on here all the time. Men value looks more than anything. Women value financial security. So if a dude is 5'3", but he's, you know, just 40, 42, 42 duck, he can get down to any woman he want. Dude's 5'1", 4'11", something crazy like that. Plies. He got bread, though. Plies, the baby. Yeah, the baby. You know what I'm saying? So, so if, if, you, if you got bread, you can, you can you ain't get gotta it have that. You ain't got to have millions. You can be you can be a 9 to 5 getting you 150 Mm-hmm. But, you, know but you gotta have some bread. You gotta some have bread. a yeah. You gotta have some bread. You, you know what I'm saying. But men, on the other end, if the woman is not attractive and the man is in a financially stable position, let me make that key. Mm-hmm. He's in a financially stable position where he's not hurting for money. If the woman is not attractive, she doesn't have a chance. Okay, how chance. much money she got? Yeah, if she's yeah. just ugly as hell, mm-hmm. it ain't happening. Mm-hmm. It just ain't. You know what I mean? So ugly so as hell to man, him. That man won't huh? even have a conversation with ugly him. as hell to him. Nah, it's it's generally ugly. This is universally <laughs> ugly. Out here. Come on, come on now. We not doing that. That's a fact. Nah, I hear what you're saying from an ideal perspective. <laughs> but there's a universal ugly. We ain't gonna do that. I'm not gonna confirm what. <laughs> That's just real. Damn, you know what I mean. Facts. But uh, yeah. but yeah, getting back to the topic, man. I think I think my initial thoughts when I first seen it, uh, I just scrolled past it. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> then uh, I just kept seeing it, kept seeing it, kept seeing mm-hmm. it. And then as the facts broke out, I'm like, at first, I'm like, damn, that's that's crazy. That, that's that's messed up, right? And then when the tweets came, I'm like, uh, again, not saying that that's valid reason for nobody to die. That's, yeah, that's not no, what I'm saying. No, no. Yeah. No, but I'm no. saying that it made me feel a lot less empathetic yeah. as to how that situation panned out. Because the situation where, like, you're laying in the bed you made, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, it's, it's wrong. It may be wrong how that happened. No, not maybe. It's wrong if that's how it happened. If those domestic violence calls wasn't authentic, 
and she did you like that, then that's wrong. But my empathy definitely dropped a lot Whole because lot. I just I just I just don't like seeing that type of thing to where, especially in terms of black women, black women just being insulted, black women put being put down for the races. I, I, I just don't like to see that. I don't care who it's from. I don't care what the reasoning is because there are so many of them to where you can't put all black women in the one category. Like black women are not a monolith. Even just, if you, just, even if you're not dating black women, you could have just said, Oh, I don't date black women and left it at that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But for you to say all other stuff, it was like the audacity for y'all to think that yeah. I would ever. Like you above like, fam, any black woman. What are, you, what are you talking about? Like, nah, my boy. Your mama black, my boy. Right. And so did, you above your mom? That's, that's, that's the thing. But then when the <laughs> domestic violence calls came out, and I'm like, okay, this makes a bit more sense now. Mm-hmm. So this was a situation where domestic violence has been an issue in this relationship, and then that happened. Now, again, people lie. People make calls for things that ain't really happened. We, we see that a lot. But all I can go on is the evidence that we got so far. Oh, she, you say she called the police on him and all that? Seven times. From, on him? From, from oh, her, yeah. And then she killed him? Yep. If it is true, fuck him. That's how I look at it. Fuck him. That was supposed to happen. That was supposed to happen. Y'all know how I feel about that. Any any man putting his hands on you, he deserves to die. Right. Y'all know how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Even myself, myself included. I put my hands on a woman and it's unjust. You know what I'm saying? I, I somebody better come knock me off. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel about it. So if 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 that's true, with her calling the police for domestic violence, he was doing something to her and all these, he putting his hands on her. Now if it's just arguments and he's down or something like that, that's different. That's yeah. totally no. Nah, I don't agree with that. But if it was domestic physical violence, and she called the police on you seven times, and then she murked you, she did what she was supposed to do. Fuck. Her. That's right. how and, I feel. In that instance, you're right. And, and but what I will say is this, right? These are rumors. Yeah. And this has to go to court, mm-hmm. and we're gonna see if when the evidence, real evidence, gonna come out in court, yep. and then we're gonna revisit it further down the line. But you know, my initial thoughts based on the information that I just got bombarded with. That's how that's how I feel. You know, it's like damn, you know, it's messed up, but I'm saying you get what you asked for, um, at the end of the day. Just ask. I'm just making sure real quick. And she called him. It wasn't yeah. just on some it was called to that scene, I mean to that apartment several times. Well see, I'm I'm not sure that it gave that much clarification. You know, that'll, it just said yeah. that it was seven yeah. domestic violence calls, uh, you know, tied to them. Okay. Before that situation happened. And and they saying that she was the one. Doing the calling Okay You know what I'm saying But again that's, that's rumors I can't verify that She she hadn't come out And said that We ain't seen nothing like that We're gonna see When the trial comes out Cause that's when the real You know what I'm saying yeah. The real information Start start dropping You and think it'll be a big busy. Well yeah Cause she an IG Big IG model So it may be kind of big Yeah she yeah. got like Two million followers Or something like that Yeah it's gonna be big You know that Yep So we're gonna table that for now And we're gonna revisit it uh, When the situation come out But on that note We're gonna get into quick hits Um, this was an interesting statement that I seen. Like sometimes when I be just going about life, or I'm scrolling social media, I may see something that'll jump out to me, and I just jot it down without much context or whatever. But if it just stood out, and the statement read, "Um, men should want a partner, not a responsibility." And when I read it, I was like, damn, I got to thinking about it because that's how I am. I like analyze things. Okay. But I trying to see where that person was coming from when they said it and then how I interpret it. And I honestly think it's a lot of truth to that. 
Um, but but when y'all hear that statement, men should want a partner, not a responsibility. What comes to y'all mind? Yeah, like you don't want a dependent. Mm-hmm. You don't want another baby. But I just learned recently. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in this um, this training at work. Mm-hmm. It's about like the seven healthy habits, something like that. And actually, being dependent when you guys are together sometimes isn't bad because we have to write out like a bunch of positives and negatives. We just first first thing that come to mind when you say dependent. What's the first thing? So liability. We wrote out a bunch of lists. So yeah, we were talking about all that stuff and like how it's more work and how they kind of take from you and things like that. But sometimes there are instances where it's needed, where they have to depend on you. You know what I'm saying? We're bringing that stuff up. So it comes is dependent, independent, and interdependent. Of course, everybody wants to strive for interdependence. But you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes it's okay. Mm-hmm. So when I hear it, I think I'm kind of, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence because if you are with me, yes, I want you to operate on your own, but at the end of the day, just being a man, you are still my responsibility. I'm not saying that everything you do, you know what I'm saying, I got to be accountable for it, but in some kind of fashion because I'm the head of this household, you yes, you are also my responsibility. I need to make sure that your car running right, if you having car issues, I got to make sure it's right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure roof over our head, food on the table at the end of the day. Like, yes, it's us together, but that's my responsibility. So that's, that's the only reason why I say that, because you still, to me, you got some kind of responsibility for your partner. Hmm. But yes, it is still a partnership. Yeah, I, f- I hear you. But a dependent to me in this time, in our time moving forward, you are a super liability and you're dangerous to the, the independent party. Cause we all see everybody want to be out. You know, I, I, I know dudes right now that got, got girls that's, that's independent, well, that's dependent on them to do everything, money, everything. That's a lot of pressure on a the man. Then on top of that, they still complain about now you complain about, Oh, I ain't got no money because you want to stop working. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I feel like in, in that instant, let's say let's say them, them people stay together 20 years, 10 years, 15 years, shit like that. She can up and say, oh, I want, I want out. Mm-hmm. Now she get everything you've been working for, for y'all, and she ain't putting nothing towards. Mm-hmm. She, well, let's say she ain't putting nothing tangible towards that. You get what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't feel like, like, Nah, like dependent thing. Nah, hell no. Nah. I need you to be able to be, like, what they call it. Not independent, but interdependent. Yeah, inter inter uh, dependent. I need you to be that. But okay, so also, what are, what would be some cons to being independent? Well, I feel like all men are independent, are forced to be independent. Let's say that. But I'm all saying, men are forced to be independent. But because of that, sometimes you what? It's gonna be lack of trust. Of course. Sometimes you can get burnt out because everything is on your shoulders. Yeah. See so, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I was saying sometimes being dependent is okay because if you're independent for so long, you're going to burn out. You know what I'm saying? You got so much weight on your shoulders and all that shit. So that's why all three levels are important. Interdependent is, of course, what we all want to strive to be, but that's what I'm saying. All those levels are important in some kind of way. Yeah, they, they all are important. 
But most of the time in a relationship is either one way or one or, or the other way. It's it women women complain about being in the middle. Like working and doing other stuff too, just like the man does. Right? Because I see women say, Oh, I don't want to raise the kids and all that all that by myself. But in reality, most men, the ones I, I'm speaking on the ones I know, they go to work, they come home and they full time fathers when they at, when they're at home. Even if they gotta do work at the crib, they still full time fathers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe his girl or his wife don't feel like cooking that day. Mm-hmm. He may grab the food and come home and clean, mm-hmm. you know, and put the kid in the bed. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So a lot of women they they can't handle that though. But a man, we not even second guessing it. We just doing it. You know what I'm saying? It don't bother us until the other side is ungrateful. Mm. To be honest, well, that's real. You know what I'm saying? That's real. That's when you open your so eyes. So we can go a year or two with being unbothered. Mm-hmm. But the moment the other side is ungrateful and complaining about some bullshit about nothing, then that's when it all hit the table. Now now I'm pissed off because now we're going to look back at what's really going on. I did this. I did mm-hmm. this. You get I what I'm saying? This, I did this. And you. Right. Don't can't even compare. Yeah, so so audacity to to not be appreciative, especially considering the field. Mm. If it wasn't me, if it was somebody else, he wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Exactly, and you treating me like him. Mm. That's a problem, and that's what we go through. It's men. That's what we go through. So we are forced to be independent. Forced to be that off the off the muscle. They look at you. If you a dependent man, they look at you like you nothing. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So we are forced to be independent. Bam. And we're forced to be uh, interdependent, you know what I'm saying? Because we got to do everything. We got to facilitate everything in the middle, too. We got to be the top of the other shit and everything in the middle. And a woman can be the back of everything. Yeah. And not get no flack for it. And still win on the front end if she wanted to. If she divorced you, she win. Yep. There's only yep. a rare occasions where a man went in, in a divorce. Man, they got to be a super lopsided income for that. You know what I'm saying? It's only a, it's rare occasions. So most of the time, most of the time, men stand to lose everything and work the hardest. How I'm working the hardest and I'm losing everything. So to end that, men are smart enough. You're going to pay something. You're going to pay half. You're going to do all this. You're going to work your tail off. You're going to go up and, 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 and at least it, it strive to be on the board of your company. You know what I'm saying? Within that, though, if you're really thinking about it, most men die before their wife anyway. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Now you don't need to depend on nobody because you've been doing this with me the whole time. My health may fade. I may start getting cancer or something. You know what I'm saying? I may get something to where, you know what I'm saying, I catch a stroke and I can't do what I was doing. Ain't none of this around us going to go nowhere because you know what to do. You're working just as hard as me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't want that type of partnership. That's true partnership to me. Cause we both in it, we both making the moves. We both understand what business is. We both understand, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if we if, if we both slack off, we both gonna lose something. You get what I'm saying? And th- that's my whole thing. Like I I feel like being dependent only is a super bad thing. Super bad thing. And most women are dependent only. I want to be dependent on. Yeah, aspire to be that. But in this day and age, they're not thinking about the other. Like we just said at the other side of the table. You're not thinking about the other side of the table. If he marries you and you just up and decide to quit the marriage, you stand and gain everything. What you think this man is thinking? That's just like a rich woman marrying a bum. You're going to protect yourself at all costs. 
or you're not going gonna to marry that man. That's how it works for women. Men, we don't do that. Most men, we marry a woman without a prenup. Only niggas really getting prenups out here is millionaires, super super rich millionaires at that. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, you know, uh, uh, the average man, shit, making three, four hundred thousand and under, shit, you ain't getting no prenup with your woman. You think your woman love you. And nice. then, bam, 10 years, 15, 20 years, you got to pay her alimony. She take half your shit. Y'all may have a 10-year-old child you got to pay child support to. Then she wasn't working. Now she can claim her lifestyle. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Like yep. you stand to lose so much because you wanted this woman to be dependent. And now you mad at the world. Like, hell no, nah, I need my woman to be able to be intro dependent. You know what I'm saying? Like when you outside of this structure of of, of my leadership, you working or you know what I'm saying, you doing whatever you doing, you independent. But the moment you step in here, you can be you can be dependent or intro dependent, whatever you want to be. But I'm the leader of this. I, I have to be. That's just how it works. Yeah, that's how I look at it too. I think, um, you know, just reading the statement again, men should want a partner, not a responsibility. I think that statement speaks in extremes. Mm-hmm. And one extreme is a 50 50 partner. We want half on everything. And then the other extreme is a child, mm-hmm. an adult child mm-hmm. that's a complete dependent. Um, I definitely don't agree with that. I'm on record as saying that that relationship is foolish to me. And it's very old school and it's very traditional minded. And we are not in traditional times, which means that. A lot of times, nine out of ten is not going to translate. The average man is making what forty-two thousand or something like that. Exactly. You know that that's that's just not enough for you to be an extra child for him, mm-hmm. right? But the thing about partnership is that it doesn't necessarily have to be fifty-fifty. There's a lot of li- there's a lot of layers to partnership. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That if you got a 70, 30, 60, 40, to whereas you the man, you still have majority. You know leadership. You make majority of the decisions. You are the leader of the family. Now, but that woman is still contributing something. Mm-hmm. But a complete dependent, a child, it's not contributing anything. anything. They are a liability to this mm-hmm. situation. Period. Mm-hmm. And I don't want a woman like that. And I don't feel like it's healthy for anybody to have a woman like that. You mm-hmm. should be bringing something to this table, mm-hmm. even if it's not half. But you should be bringing something to it, because if not. That's what I feel like true partnership is. Even if, you know, again, in traditional days, right, when the man was bringing all the money home, the woman was taking care of the crib, that was still a partnership. Mm-hmm. Because when that man got home, it's like he's not doing what Smooth just said. Oh, I'm not feeding the kids. I'm not changing diapers and exactly. shit. I ain't doing none of that. Exactly. That's your job. That's right. what you bring to this. Matter of fact, it's already done. Exactly. So all I'm doing is coming home, showering, eating, taking my ass to bed. Yep. That's it. That's all. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the case these days. And a lot of people want convenient tradition. That's where we run into issues at. So, you know, again, you can have, you can tailor, pull from tradition what you want, but as long as it's a partnership. Now, the levels of the partnership is up to y'all to decide, whatever y'all is comfortable with. But I feel like both parties, especially the adults in the house, should be contributing something to this relationship from a financial perspective in this era mm-hmm. and, you know, from a, from an intangible perspective. Yep. Because just, you know, men are, men, and that's one thing that y'all said that I disagree with. I don't feel like men are independent mm-hmm. in a relationship. I feel like we lean on our woman for a lot of shit, yeah. but we just don't necessarily think we are, or we don't realize the importance of it until she's gone. Yeah. 
And it's like, damn, like I really needed her for this motivation. I really needed her for this inspiration and, you know, those words of wisdom that she'll give me when I come home and throw a business idea out there. She may not even have nothing to do with my career industry or whatever. Don't know shit about it. Yeah. But she listening to me, giving me decent feedback. Damn, you know what, baby? You done motivated me to go out there and make this move that I was, you know, kind of hesitant about. I was mm-hmm. kind of second guessing. So it's, it's shit like that, you know what I'm saying, to whereas, you know, we are kind of dependent on our woman to a certain extent. But I feel like it's interdependence more so than absolute dependence mm-hmm. I feel like anybody that's in a relationship with absolute dependence in this era unless you are a millionaire or above you're, you're setting yourself up to fail and you're setting yourself up to be better just like Smooth just talked about mm-hmm. because if this woman is not working and y'all been married 20 years when she leaves you that judge is gonna say her lifestyle should match the lifestyle she had when y'all were together exactly that's just what it is 401k gone pension gone half your savings gone the house you living in Gone or you got to buy out Right Uh oh uh, What that is Uh alimony Paid You stand to lose So much Yeah So much bro Yeah And and I think men shouldn't be belittled And shamed For not being able to take care of the whole load In this era that we live in mm-hmm. Let's just be honest Like like most men are Average To below average In terms of income that they bringing in And we just and said what the average men. is That ain't it's just all black men. men That's all men. It's the national average, $42,000. One bedroom apartment with a car. Yeah. And that's a maybe a $30,000 car, $35,000 car if you get lucky on the interest. Right. So it's a it's a situation where, you know, we'll get on social media and people give such unrealistic expectations that you will start feeling like you less than because I can't do what y'all are saying that I should be able to do with my income. Mm-hmm. That's when you got to step outside of you know the the, the bullshit and the social mm-hmm. media and realize how people are really living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stop judging yourself based on outside perspective. You can do what you can do, and if that's you and your girl going half, that's what it is. If yep. that's you and your girl going sixty forty, that's what it is. If the sixty forty is her side at that point, mm-hmm. that's just what it is. Okay. But as long as your relationship is solid and y'all have that understanding, and there's no resentment there, and y'all are both contributing. Yep. Keyword contributing. Mm-hmm. To this union mm-hmm. Y'all Y'all good to go And don't be living Above your means I think that's a lot of Especially black too. That's yeah. Especially yeah. us sure. mm-hmm. Like you don't have to Always be on the scene You don't have to stay At the nicest apartment Yeah Like You can Lay low You don't have to Not saying you gotta Stay in the hood But you can find something You might have to Take an extra 10, 15, 20 minute ride To work Yeah But guess what Your overhead costs didn't been cut down tremendously, mm-hmm. and I think we gotta realize that too. You don't have to always have the the shiniest things. Like mm-hmm. that that car, six seven years old, you got a hundred thousand miles on it. Like you good for another three four years, right? Like you don't have to get a new car yeah. unless you're just really really giving you issues. You know what I'm saying? People just be ready. I gotta get this. I gotta get that. I gotta trying to keep up with the Jones and shit. The Jones they making money. Yeah, you mm-hmm. ain't looking like them. You ain't there yet. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, that's not okay. Saying you're not gonna get there. Yeah, right, right. That's not. You gotta take you your time to get there. Exactly. Them. It's okay. It's gonna come when it's gonna come, but you gotta be patient and be willing to put the work in. Most people' elevations are not always quick. Mm-mm. You gotta understand that. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll see overnight success here and there, and it looks so big and beautiful, but for real. That person may have been putting in 10 years of work. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's the thing. People don't know the behind the scenes and the work that these people put in to live how they live. You know what I'm saying? But you you only see you only seen the blow up. 
You just seeing them And they, they got everything You ever wanted But when you start Really digging It took them 10-15 years To get to that You know what I'm saying They were sleeping on the floor On the air mattress Saving their coins And all this type of things to, to make the right move They may have made The wrong move After they got the money You know what I'm saying And went back to the bottom And, and came back up Like it's a lot of shit To go into being successful And having some money Man bro you know what I thought about immediately When you were saying that Lil Dirk Perfect example like a lot, a lot of people see Lil Durk now. He at the top of the game right now. He's dominating number one album and all of that crazy shit. You know, mm-hmm. hundred thousand plus on the first week, all of that. And people are like, damn, that's you know, he killing right now. But I remember Dirk mm-hmm. back back on his first mixtape mm-hmm. in '09, mm-hmm. to where he he was dead broke, yep. hustling trying to get it. Chief Keith was the man back then. Getting you know seven thousand yeah. downloads. 2012, 2011, when Chief Keith was dominating, Lil Durk was an afterthought. He got his deal with Def Jam, started beefing with the label, got shelved, mm-hmm. got dropped, went back to the hood, was broke. This, that, and third had to start from scratch, keep building from 2011, 2012 to 2022 now. That's how many years? That's 10 years. That's what I'm saying. So it's yes. like people don't realize the, the backstory that go into that. Mm-hmm. They see him on Instagram now. He got all, this, all these diamonds, all this jewelry on, all this money, all these. Mm-hmm. But they wasn't thinking about him in 2010, 2011 when he was dead broke. Didn't know what the hell he gonna do with his life. Hell yeah! Even with these trucking companies, what you think? You think somebody just came off the whim and, and bought ten trucks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's real. These trucks is two hundred thousand a pop. Yep. You think somebody just uh, somebody just a regular cat just came off the? Oh, okay. Let me get let me get ten of the mugs. Mm-hmm. No, it don't work like that. Oh, let me let me get one, and I'm gonna get this old one that I can get off the auction, the city auction, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna work my way up. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get my business started with them, and then I'm gonna buy a truck here. I'm gonna buy two trucks here. Yeah. I'm gonna do this here. Now, you know, what I'm saying you you didn't blink. It's been eight years. Now I got 15, 20 trucks. Yeah. But you ain't see all the heartache and, and work right. I've been putting in with these first two trucks that you see in the back of the back. I'd never sell them because them them right there is what got these right here. Yeah. These remind me of where I was. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And they was doing the driving back then. Exactly. Right. And, and you know what I'm saying? Right. But you see, but a lot of people, they don't even understand that concept because most people that you see that's successful, right, they're going to have something in their business that remind them to where they first started at. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember I had this over here. Or even if it's a food business, man, I kept this first building over here for 20 years. Yeah, it may not be doing the numbers as these right here, but this the motherfucker that got me off the ground with slaving in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. You get what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't understand. They can't get that concept because they want it so quick. Yeah. Success is not quick, baby. And if it is, bro, you're going to lose it as fast as you got it because you don't you don't have that, that mindset of, damn, I can lose this shit tomorrow. I've been grinding this long. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That shit just happened to you right there. Oh, nigga, it's going to stay going up. A year later, you broke as fuck because you, you ain't know what you was doing. You ain't went through the hardships of getting there. Yeah. That's how it works. It's real rap, man. We went on a bit of a tangent, but I mean, it all it all ties in, man. Live your life how you want to live it. You know what I'm saying? And you know, in terms of the the statement, you know, men wanting a partner more so than responsibility. I think that that's that's very true in this era that that we live in. But as a man, you got to do what's comfortable for you, and that's what this whole tangent was about. Stop looking around, comparing your relationship to everybody else. Stop holding yourself to other people's standards that you don't know the day for day, twenty four seven details. Women of. too. Women too. You know what I'm saying? You got to do what's comfortable for you. And once you do that, you're going to realize that life gets a bit easier, man. All that, that thousand pounds feel like they come off your shoulders when yep. you start living for, for what you want to do, what yep. you feel like doing. Mm-hmm. Fuck what everybody else talking about. Yep. So, yeah, that, that was that was a real one. 
Um, on to the next one. I was watching the Joe Budden podcast. Uh, shout out, shout out to Joe. Shout out to Surf. Surf was on there. Oh shit! And they was discussing, you know, whether or not a man can create insecurity. Mm, I'm glad you brought that up. In a woman, right? And um, I, I wish I could find the video. I couldn't find it, but I'll just summarize what Surf point was. Glad you brought that up. Surf essentially used the example, right, to where it's like, say if it's us and this, you know, we podcasting every week and it's a woman in here every week and we giving her a bunch of compliments. You know, baby, you attractive, man. You, you bad. You smart. This, you that. We bigging up every week, every week, every week for months. And then, you know, all of a sudden, a couple new women come in that look better than her. And we not giving that original girl those same compliments, you know what I'm saying, that we was giving her, you know, when it was just her in the room. Now we giving those other girls compliments too. She may be taking it away. Surf point is, is that we created the insecurity within that initial woman that we was giving compliments because we built her up and we are no longer doing so. I disagreed with that, but I want to get y'all's take on it. Like, can a man, um, you know, I guess plant insecurity inside of a woman and vice versa? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Hell yeah. You could turn a great woman into... A fucking monster You know what I'm saying You can turn a monster Into a great woman You know what I'm saying It's all about the approach You know what I'm saying Like like, like that, That's just when like Like we see it all the time Women get married And then when they're not married get, Have a baby And get insecure with they men Like they start calling themselves fat And all these type of things Or I don't look the same And you know what I'm saying Like and it's up to the man To be like Nah baby you look great You know what I'm saying Like you good Everything good You get what I'm saying so say you didn't do that. Say you was like, yeah, you right. It's <laughs> <laughs> just real though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that, your ass did get a little fat, man. You, hey, hey. You to touch that gym a little bit. Yeah. That's going to put insecurities in her, bro. That's just real. You can put insecurities in your woman, bro. But that would, in that instance, though, she would have already had that insecurity because she knew she had the baby. Or if you're a constant cheater. You know what I'm saying? If you're a constant cheater, like she gonna start questioning. Herself. Exactly. You can turn. You can you can be a constant cheater. Say say you've been cheating for the first two three years of your relationship. She keep mm-hmm. catching. She keep catching you. She keep catching you. You finally shape up in your fourth year. Man, I'm I'm, I'm done with these. Hoes. I'm done. Everywhere you go, it can be ten years from now. Everywhere she you go, she is gonna be thinking women and stuff because of what you did in your first three years. And that she one, yeah. kept catching you. That one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in your mind, you frustrated. Man, I fuck with you, hope, man. I'm just telling you, man, where well, I'm supposed to be at and all that. And, and that's true. But in her mind, nigga, I was, I, I was dealing with your motherfucking ass when you was really out here. You know what I'm saying? So is she to blame because she keep thinking you around women? No, because you put them in securities, though. So hell yeah. So was it, it was Ice and Ish, huh? So Ice and Ish was disagreeing. And they were saying no because they clearly had to have that insecurity in them some kind of way. Mm-hmm. So they were saying no. They, they were saying you can't create the insecurity because more than likely they already had it. Correct. So I disagree I with believe, that. Yeah, I can't believe that. I, I believe definitely that. think you can create the insecurity with a woman. Like if a woman was always been the baddest ever, any room she walk in, any man she talked to, always the baddest. Mm-hmm. And then you tell her, you all right, or you ugly. Like, eventually, you can just say, Man, you all right. Eventually, that's gonna create an insecurity. Look, 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 don't pause with you, especially if she likes you because she values that opinion. Mm-hmm. So, it changes a little bit. 
She values that opinion. You tell her she all right when she been told she the baddest walking. Now she gonna years. get her nose done. Yeah, <laughs> get her lips. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, because of you. Because you. Cre- I think because you created that. But then going back, it was well. If she was really secure with herself, she wouldn't give a damn what you said. She wouldn't give a damn what you thought. She gonna stand on her square. But I think just after time, after time, after time. You, some people get worn down. So, and yeah, then that's you your, can't get creative. That's your partner for a yeah. week. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's your partner. They value your opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you was just, like, like if you was just up there, hey, baby, you just fat as fuck. Bro, she is going to feel a, a type of way versus somebody else that she don't fuck with say that. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. If your girl just came out, hey, boy, hey, you fucked up out here. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? You're going to feel some type of way versus somebody else. Saying it, so yeah, you can you can create securities in anybody that go for the man. Put, that's for go for the woman putting insecurities in the man. That's just real. Like she calling you broke all day. I got these niggas pecking in my motherfucking in my in my DM and all that. You you could be making sixty thousand, seventy thousand, can take care of a lot of shit. Right. Man, this nigga over here, and then you you know how niggas do. You going on Instagram? You going on your Instagram looking up the niggas that she's saying that she's talking to? You see the cold call. You Any, see the hundred thousand dollar whip. Anytime I wanted to go out, Jerome took care of it. Exactly. We wanted to go on the trip. He just booked it right then. Exactly. You gotta, you gotta wait till you get paid. Now nah, you in scared. <laughs> you wanna go kill Jerome ass <laughs> for showing her a better life before you? Is he settling with you? <laughs> go back with Jerome then. That's right. I mean, Jerome had a living good. <laughs> Y'all bullshit. Jerome had a living good. Um. The thing is this, right? Come on. Is that I, I understand where y'all come from 100%. Um, but I respectfully disagree. And the reason I would is because, I like, as they was talking, the question that popped into my head, right, is are you planting the insecurity there or are you holding the mirror up to it? I feel like it's a vast difference. Um, and what I mean by that is people act well. People portray how they wish they were very, very well. But every now and again, they'll run into somebody that'll pull that flag and that'll show you that you're not who you thought you were or who you big yourself up to be, right? So in that example, that serve views, right? We got this woman here, we compliment her, blah, 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 blah. If an insecure person, right, they would take those compliments and compartmentalize them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use them to identify myself. Like if I'm confident in myself, it's like, okay, hey, man, I appreciate it. Like me, for example, women tell me I'm attractive all the time. It's not nothing that I would take to head. I've heard it a million times. I appreciate that. And I'm going to say, hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, your your opinion on me is not is neither here nor there because I'm 100% certain. When I look in the mirror, I'm very handsome. I, I can see it with my own eyes. I don't necessarily need to hear that from you to validate my feelings. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people depend on external perspective to, to validate their opinions, just like in the cheating example you use, right? Mm-hmm. You said, yeah, you know, you can come into a security with man cheat on you 15 times, uh, bye, eventually something going to plant there. An insecure person is not going to stay to get cheated on 15 times. Insecure person will. So that man, all that man did was hold the mirror up to show you the insecurity that was already there. I didn't plant anything in you. Your insecurity allowed you to stay for me constantly just slapping your ass with disrespect over and over and over again. You were never securing yourself. You depended on my approval for your security. And now that I'm out here giving it to other people, you getting crushed by that compared to somebody that's secure with themselves. If I get into a relationship, you cheat on me. Okay, you don't value me. I'm gone. 
Even if I give you one more chance, you do it again, I'm gone. And when I leave, it's not, okay, what didn't I do? Or what did I do? No, no, no. This motherfucker was just a cheater. That's just what it was. Yeah, and it I- had nothing to do with me. So, so again, just, just, to, just to round this thing up, I think it's the difference between planting insecurity in somebody, which I don't feel like it's possible. These people know what their faults are. Just like when you said, you know, oh, you, you ugly or whatever the cat dude telling you ugly or telling the dude he broke. That man know he's broke. And that man is insecure by being broke. But when you say it, you're not planting insecurity in me. You're holding a mirror up to me. So now I can see my insecurity. I might have talked myself into believing, you know what, money ain't that important. Or, you know, I, you know, I, don't, I don't necessarily need that BNZ driving. But in reality, when you look in that mirror, you felt insecure about being broke. That's why those words cut like they did. All that person did was hold the mirror up. They didn't plant anything in you. That insecurity been there. From day one I, I don't agree with what you're saying Because you just said Hey they've been calling me fine Like all that You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying So it's not really uh, 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 It don't bother you right That's positivity though Positivity doesn't move a lot of people mm-hmm. Right But negativity Moves the world That's how it works right? Does it move the world Or it does it move insecure people in the world because because we get a lot of just just on just on your point. I'm uh-huh. gonna just take your point and you and put it in a vacuum. Uh-huh. We get a lot of negativity to us. Uh-huh. How much effect does that have on your self esteem? It's B we talking about. That's what I'm saying. It's so again, but if you're securing yourself, okay, but it everybody, we going we gonna keep it a bean, right? Eighty percent of people are not secure with themselves. I, I, that even, that, that I would agree with. That's including people with money. That's including everybody in the mm-hmm. world. I, w- I would agree with that. Eighty percent of people walking this earth is not secure in themselves. I agree. They have flaws somewhat. Even we have flaws, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like like majority of people just have insecurities and you know what I'm saying. Like they need that approval. Right. Right. But positivity. Positivity with that, like, it, like if somebody's, like if somebody's telling, telling me I'm a great man all day, my fuck, I know that, I know that, I know I'm a great man, I, I know, I know that, I know, I know, I'm, I know I'm a solid friend. But if a motherfucker come up to me and say, "Oh man, you a bitch ass motherfucker," and all this type of shit, I'm gonna feel some type of way because I know I'm not that. You know what I'm saying? Now I may not tell the first ten people that tell me that, but that eleven person, I may go off. Because I know, you know what I'm saying, in, in that moment, you didn't put an insecurity in me because I'm getting out of character because now I'm dead on your ass. You know what I'm saying? Because I know this not the way. I'm not that, but I'm insecure about that because you keep putting negativity on me. Are you, are you insecure about it or do you know better and I'm punishing you for disrespecting me? Uh, I feel like those are two different things. But they ain't got to, let's say, that's just saying they're not calling me a bitch. They can just be saying something negative about me. It ain't mm-hmm. got to be something disrespectful. They just saying something negative that's not true about me. Mm-hmm. You just begin to start questioning it. You know what I'm saying? Just like we, like we can look at the news channels all day, all day, every news channel, right? They put the positive shit on the back end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All the negative shit, the killing, the the robberies, the the hurricane shits, and you know what I'm saying, the war and all that, that be top of the news. Mm-hmm. They put the back end, oh man, this this man saved this woman life and all these type of things. Right. Like they put that all on the back end, that'd be the last three minutes of the show. I agree. Because negativity moves the needle. Exactly. Right. But that but that's saying that most people are insecure, but I I agree with that. But what, what I'm saying is that most people being insecure means that that insecurity has been there already. Mm. But again, when you run into somebody that that knows how to pull those certain strings, puppet strings, that can get you to react like that, 
they're speaking to the insecurity that was already there. They didn't plant anything in me. That insecurity has been there. And, and that's what I mean by the compliments. Mm -hmm. I've been told I'm handsome a thousand times. That's true. But on the other end, I've been told how terrible of a person I am a thousand times. Get out, get out of my bag, first off. First off. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but I've, I've, I've been insulted a thousand times. It doesn't move me. Per se, and that's why even when I tell y'all stop responding to them comments, it it, mean, it means nothing. They're, these are people that have no kind of. It means everything to me. No Sometimes kind of I need to get on their ass. Exactly. And I, I gotta show them I'm human. <laughs> I, I am not above the pettiness. <laughs> Don't ever take some above any petty. I will be on your ass shortly. <laughs> and, and and the thing is, is that's that's okay, uh, but the intent behind right. it. Am I doing it to prove them wrong? Or am I doing it just because I'm bored and I just feel like slapping people around? I feel you. That's, that speaks to the difference in insecurity that I'm talking about. Insecure person, I'm responding to every comment because I'm trying to prove to y'all that I am who I say I am. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But a secure person, eh, I just respond when I feel like it. When I get mm -hmm. bored, okay, let me log in and tell you how uncomfortably built you are. Let me log in and tell you how trash your makeup is. Let me log in and tell you how terrible your haircut is. How you don't get no bitches and you broke and you this and you that. That's you know that's that's like fodder. That's mm -hmm. sport mm -hmm. compared to me trying to prove something. I don't give a fuck about proving anything to you because one thing's for certain: you're not changing nobody's mind in terms of how they feel about you, especially yeah. if it's negative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just gotta let people know how they live. Right, sometimes. but again, it's a difference between insecure and um, me just feeling like being petty that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm saying? always in my petty mode. Right. So always, but but again, I would I would I would disagree. I think most people are insecure, and most people don't think for themselves. Most people are sheep. They depend on external or outside things to validate them or to let them know that they're making the right decision. Yeah. But you have a select few people that are actually securing themselves, and don't get me wrong, they'll still listen to the outside perspective. But mm -hmm. I'll pull what I feel like is useful from it, mm -hmm. and keep it pushing. But anything that I feel like is because I'm able to compartmentalize. I can tell when somebody's insulting me. Because they're just jealous that they're not where I am. Yeah. Or that, you know, they, they have an insecurity within themselves. So they're yeah. trying to down me to big them up. Like, when you're confident in yourself, you can see the difference. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to pull from these things what I can't. Because some criticism can help you. Mm -hmm. Some can, hey, y'all got a trash-ass sound system. Y'all need to, that, that could help you for real. It's like, damn, you right. I never thought about that. Let me go do a little research, get better mics, get the, you know what I'm saying? So, again, but if you're insecure... You you taking it as oh I'm trash as a person we trash but so again the, are they implanting insecurity there or has it always been there and they just hold the mirror up? Yeah, I think it can be planted though. Still, I feel what you're saying 100 percent because definitely you secured yourself. It don't matter what the fuck somebody else had to say, but I think there are times too. It, I mean, I guess because you're saying too because maybe it was like an underlying thing that just was never there. It's been there. You call like benign. It's been because because just think about it. Like some people, like certain aspects of themselves, they be insecure about, but they done done so much work, or they done covered it up for so many years that you start to believe it's not there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. until you run into somebody that said, "Man, your ass is bad, built as hell." But you done been in a in an echo chamber for fifteen years. Everybody ain't nothing giving you nothing but compliments. It's family, it's friends. You ain't never really heard negativity like that. You ain't active on social media or nothing. So all you hearing is positive shit. So in the back of your head, you thinking, oh, I ain't insecure with how I look. Everybody think I'm cool. You run into somebody, man, your ass is terribly built. Now it goes. Now you immediately revert back to that person you was at ten years old, nine years old. When that when that first dude joked on you before you got into your, you know, positive space. So again, that insecurity been there. Some people just hide it better than others. Yeah, and that's just real. 
You know what I'm saying? But but we we see it all the time with a bunch of these Instagram chicks or whatever. Be looking bad as hell, and you scrolling the ground like thinking, oh, she's super confident. She's super confident. But if she was, she wouldn't be responding to that one negative comment in her mentions when it's two thousand of them giving her positive situation. There you go. You know what I'm saying? But it's, we think, oh, just because she looks that good that she's confident in herself. Or just because she doesn't speak much, so she's low-key, she calm, she ain't really tripping. No, she, she really is. And a lot of times when you get with these women and start dating them, the insecurity jumps out the fucking window. You know, this woman is attractive, whatever, but she down your line of where you going? Who all there? Who oh, some girls there? Oh, you trying to cheat on me? You did, Whoa, baby, I thought... <laughs> You've been giving this image like you confident, like you super damn. I can't even go to the to, to the mailbox without getting pressed. So again, that insecurity been there, but you know you might have just held held that mirror up to him. And again, that's my opinion. I don't, you know, again, I respectfully disagree with y'all. We can agree to disagree. That's again, that's that's security right there. I feel it though. I'm securing my damn self. I'm right. <laughs> uh, yeah. On that note, man, we gonna get into that advice column. Uh, first things first, man. We going to Sean question because Sean wrote in and said y'all ain't answered my goddamn question before, <laughs> and I can't validate whether we did. I just know that it sounds familiar. Maybe I read it, and uh, you know, I mean, maybe I read it a bit too early or something like that. But I'm gonna try to get to her first. All right, so I'm gonna read it. Like, read it from the. T- God. God, that, that can't be it, huh? That's oh my god. That's why we didn't read it. That should be a separate Patreon right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this from Sean White, Patreon baby. Let's crack it, That was a novel, huh? All right, she says I have a question that's been on my mind for a few weeks now, and I don't know how to handle it. Backstory is long, but needed. But ultimately, I need your opinion on these questions. One. Would I be wrong to get my husband? You know what? I'm going to read those questions later. Let me, let, me, let me get a context first. Long story short, all my family has died in the last three years. Between cancer, drugs, fatal truck accidents, and COVID, I have lost all my immediate family members, my mom and three older brothers. Brothers had no wives or kids. I'm left with one crackhead sister. With that being said, I received after uh, their deaths a high five-figure life insurance policy settlement uh, from my eldest brother, a wrongful death settlement from trucking accident from my middle brother, 10 acres family land from my mom, two small homes in Midtown, and two acres of Colorado land for my second oldest brother, and power attorney of my crackhead sister. My husband knows all of this uh, because he was there for the reading of the will, October 2021. Everything gets transferred over to my name back in November 2021. I set up a crackhead, I mean, I set up a crackhead sister's living arrangement. He's calling that one crackhead. Um, and monthly stipend to cover her rent, utilities, and health care per the will's order. After 90 days, December 2021, everything is finalized. I meet with our family lawyer, financial advisor to update my personal uh, will and our three children uh, custodial trust. We have to do it because my brother was uh, ours in case we died. My husband was out of town for five weeks to Alaska for work. At this meeting, I was greeted by my normal financial advisor and his junior advisor who happened to be... Uh, by my husband, uh, uh, who happened to be my husband's frat brother and cousin. I remember this. Okay. I saw an immediate conflict of interest and asked if he was in on my account. They said no. He is just there to take minutes and onboard training. I asked him to leave. A bit shocked, but he does leave. At this meeting, we talk about all things financial planning. 
uh, what we should do financially with my inheritance. They present me with a few portfolio options that have uh, last minute tax benefits. I decline the proposals, finalize the transfers of assets from my late brother and finalize that my three children will inherit all my generational assets and land and business assets. If anything happens to me, fast forward to my husband's uh, family's founder party two weeks later. We are having dinner and my husband's family, uh, men and frats are talking about randomness. I'm sitting at the woman's table and all I hear is, quote unquote, brother O got it. Or more like his old lady got it. She just got 129000 in just her photography business account right now. On top of all those crazy inheritances uh, that she is leaving to her kids. Not you, man. Uh, what the fuck is going on in your house? I'm blindsided and everyone is looking at me insane. When we got home, as you can imagine, it was a shit show. I pulled up my finances and laid my shit out on the table. I had nothing to hide. We had been married for 10 years. He was shocked. While women pay me a lot of money to photograph their overpriced weddings, I mean a shit ton, I laugh every time I see a paid invoice because I feel like uh, I've hit an easy lick. Uh, What did he think I did with all of my income? He does not make me pay bills. The bills that I do pay equates to maybe $12,000 a year. I charge $5,000 a wedding, and I shoot on average 30 weddings a year, and I sell over three k in products from each wedding. After taxes and insurance, my overhead for running a photography business is extremely low. My profits is high. I pay myself a salary of 60K a year. So the rest of the gross income, I put in multiple high-yielding savings accounts. Would I be wrong for filing a breach of contract complaint against my brother's family member, which will result in him getting fired at least and black uh, and blacklisted, which in turn will cause drama between him and his family? Does he have a point? Should he make decisions when he comes uh, when it comes to my business accounts and assets? We have both joint and separate personal checking and savings. As a married man, uh, would you feel hurt or emasculated that your wife isn't leaving you her family inheritance or business profits if she dies, but is leaving you her life insurance policy worth and personal assets? But I'll be damned if you kill me off and build a house for your new bitch and fourth child on my family's land. Right. So let me let me go back to read the questions. First one. Would I be wrong to get my husband's frat brother cousin fired from his new financial advisor job? Number two, what are your opinion? You know what? I'm a, I'm a, we're going to read them and I'm going to we're gonna respond one to one, one at a time. Yeah. Would she be fired for getting her husband's frat brother slash cousin fired from his financial position? You mean would she be wrong for doing that? Nope. Yep. Nope. I'd have did it that day. I did it right there. Because he oversees hers. He was, he was brought in. She met with the big lawyer. Yeah. And he was the junior lawyer. He was the junior They said lawyer. that he was there for training. But, you know, this is her husband's brother feel, or whatever. She'll so feel you comfortable. Get somebody else. No. Right. Yeah, I'd have fired him. I'd have got him fired. But, you know, after she she asked him to leave, he left. But, mm-hmm. you know, I guess he ended up seeing the financial documents. And then at the party, she get to tell him people, oh, yeah, bro, she rolling in dough. She got this and this yeah. account, this and that account. Now, her husband didn't know this. He shouldn't be doing that. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, she Damn. he up there telling her business to everybody. Nah, yeah. Yeah, it's always. He, he got to go. He lost his job. I agree. Yeah, I'll take his career from him. Because you, you, you got to think about it like this here. If he'll do that to you, he'll do that to anybody. Do that to anybody. He talking people finances. You and finances, my boy. That's sacred. Yeah, that's sacred. And you need your ass tax for that. So if that take your career from you, oh well. You knew the rules to the engagement. They've been telling you your whole time, your whole time. Hey, when you getting this, you know you can't talk people shit. You know, hey, this is private. This is extremely private. No matter if that's your boy or not, it can be your mom's. This is extremely private. And you just willy nilly at a party. 
Talk. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Not just uh, eavesdrop and kind of heard you having a conversation one-on-one with somebody. Yeah. You at a table. You know what I'm saying? Just telling all the bitches. Willy-nilly. No. Exact number of miles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. 129000 in the no. photograph. You should, you should go after his career. <laughs> you, you should go after his career. Yeah, no, man. <laughs> you can't do it. To the T. That is, it's messed up, you know, that the husband didn't know, so that caused the argument. That caused, you know what I'm saying? So Which it like, shouldn't have been there. So then right. she laid it out once they got to home. him. Yeah, because she said, I ain't, I ain't got nothing to hide, but I mean, I'm not budging on my stands. You're going to get my life insurance, but as far as the inheritance I got from my family, those going to my kids. I'm okay period. with that. That's separate. Mm-hmm. That's completely separate. But now, are, there's their kids, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trip over that. Like, that's your family, so that's your side. As long as the kids get it. I'm okay with that. Now, yeah. if you didn't give it to the kids, I would have an issue with that. Yeah, yeah, but I would definitely have a problem. She said my personal stuff and life insurance was going to, to the him. husband. If something happened to her. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I think that's fair. That's that's more than fair, to be honest with you. Because she could have been a, an asshole and been like, nah, everything going on the kids. Yeah. Now you ain't getting nothing. All right, so I would definitely agree. I think dude need to be fired. You're running your mouth too much. Um, even if you'd have told my husband, I still think you'd be fired. And yeah, he's you, only need, one. you need to be blacklisted. That ain't, that ain't you, your business. This, this is not the profession for you. You don't know how to keep your mouth shut. And and for another thing, the company should never had him on the case. It's conflict of interest. It's mm-hmm. conflict of interest immediately. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, as soon as you guy. said, as soon as soon as it was brought up, hey, you know my husband. The, that so should have been dead right there. Yeah, you should have yeah. knew nothing. So you know whatever. So the second question: What are your opinions on separate but open access bank accounts for married people? I think it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. But I, I also feel like y'all should have your own money. You know what I'm saying? Like me and my wife, we don't share an account. We don't do that. You know, we never have no problems. We never have arguments on money. We don't do that. You know what I'm saying? We we both secure with our bread. We need something to happen and you know what I'm saying, if we feel like something needs to be fifty fifty, we just holler at each other. Hey bro, look, I'm paying for this here. Mm-hmm. I need half of that all. Whatever you know, what I'm saying oh, I need a little bit of this or whatever. Like we, it's never no problem. So long, long as the other party is cool with it too, and they secure. And obviously he is because he pay all the bills. You just said right. he spent about twelve thousand. So obviously he make money too. So yeah, I would agree. I think um, separate accounts. If I had to recommend, I would definitely say people need separate accounts because what that's going to do is that's going to avoid y'all having arguments. Because uh-huh. it's a difference between, you know, you spending your money recklessly however you want to spend it, and you spending money that I didn't put into this account, and I had plans for, you know, I may be thinking long term. We said all the time, women think short term and emotionally, <laughs> most women, right? So they'll, you know, make impulse buys and different things like that. And, oh, I'm sorry, baby, I just wanted to. Now you dipping in my money, uh-huh. and I feel like, and I know it's our money, but still, it's just, if, if it's me, I wouldn't have made, I would have been a little bit more smarter with my decision making you making. go in the account And buy some Forgiato Right <laughs> She in there Trying to buy her a purse Right <laughs> Cause you know what Yeah saying? baby I ain't, <laughs> That's just what it is So just to avoid that You know again Open but separate access You know Me and my wife Got separate accounts too Same like Smooth said But if she needs Something from me Boom it's sent in five minutes You know what I'm saying If it's within reason you know what I'm saying? And, and, and vice versa. If I ever needed something, you know, it's, it's sent to me in five minutes. So I, I feel like just to avoid arguments, I I would actually recommend that. Um, y'all probably have a joint savings or something mm-hmm. like that or a joint account that we pay bills with or yeah. have a situation. But I feel like people need their own checking accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, just my humble opinion. Wasn't that something like that on Martin? Where's yeah. Martin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ran the Hashi Tashi 2000. <laughs> <laughs> trying to buy that TV. <laughs> Mom, dog. <laughs>
But yeah, yeah then I she agree. went out there to buy that brand. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's okay. yeah, I agree. I seen a little clip from Steve Harvey. He was like four accounts, y'all's bills, pretty much what you said, bills, a savings, and then y'all both separate. Checkings, yeah. And he said that's like the perfect scenario. That way, everything you know, the household taking care of, all the bills taking care of, y'all also putting money away, and then you got your own. Like there should be no reason for arguing, yeah, right? Because y'all got your own money and everything paid for. Yep. So. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that, hundred percent. All right, number three. Am I wrong for keeping my personal business finances to myself and not consulting my husband? I have a true LLC. No, no. If it, if, I, I must say no nah in her situation because it didn't bother him until the homie starts spurting out numbers. This whole time, it never bothered you. But when your homie say, "Oh, she got a hundred racks," now you looking like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now it bothers you because now you look like, girl, you up here with me. <laughs> yeah. all these That's how she, he was doing. She living modest. Like she, like she seemed like she ain't doing no splurging. Yeah, nah, she like, doing what she's supposed stuff. to do with the money. She right. just wasn't telling him, I'm making this kind of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because from his knowledge, she only making money from, you know what I'm saying, like the, the photo shoots. Job, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's it. And even then, you don't know how much she yeah, make. Yeah, he don't know how much she make. I think I would want to know to an extent. I would too. Just to, just to an extent. I'm not saying yeah, I got to know, know every I, single I would transaction. Too. But mm-hmm. I'm saying in Nate's situation, how she brought it up, it wasn't a problem until dude blurted his mouth. But we only hearing her side. That's true. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the thing. So if, the, if it's true, if her side mm-hmm. is all the way true, if he agreed with that, it wasn't a problem until right. dude said something, then that's fair game. Right. You get what I'm saying? But if it was a problem, bro, yeah. Like, yeah, your, your man needs to know. Mm-hmm. Just like you need to know what he's making. Exactly. Because it goes to what you said earlier. Something happens, yeah. I need to be able to do what I got to do to take care of what I got to take care of. Yeah. And vice versa, especially me being the man and the leader of this family. Mm-hmm. I need to know how every moving part works. I don't care what, you know, again, we spoke about it a lot, like in terms of, okay, what if your woman is better with finances or whatever? You just, it, it's not smart for you to just say, oh, you know what, check come in, baby, you take care of everything. Right. I don't even want to look at it, I don't want to know. No, if I'm leading this ship, I need to know everything going on with it. And if I delegate that to you, mm-hmm. cool, but I'm going to still oversee it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because I'm the man and I'm the leader of this family, but it sounds to me like in a situation, you know, there's a there's a kind of you know with and and again I don't mean to cast dispersions, but when you say it like that, or when how she said it, it sounds to me like they are jockeying for superiority. There is no established order in that, because if it was, then she would have no problem. Like it, it, it wouldn't have took that for her to reveal all of this extra stuff that's coming in. You know what I'm saying? Like, why, like, why does it have to come to this for me to know this information? So I was and now saying, all yeah, of a sudden, you wrong. have nothing to hide now. And that instance, she wrong. You know what I'm saying? And being married because for ten we're years. a partnership. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. We're a partnership. On, you see your man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got three kids. Come y'all, on. I, y'all may not be struggling, but for that man, it is hard to take care of you and three kids. That mm-hmm. household himself. That is a lot of work. That is a whole lot of work. And then obviously, y'all making some money, so. Y- Y'all ain't going to get financial aid for y'all kids. Y'all got to pay that out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to do a lot of things out of pocket that hurts this person. So, yeah, he needs to know. You know what I'm saying? And to me, just being me and being real with you, you need to be paying more than $12,000 in your household, bro. You know what I'm saying? Now, that ain't got to be bills. That ain't got to be bills. That can be activities. Hell, that can be trips to 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 let the load off of him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially with you saying him taking care of everything. No trip money should come out of his pocket then. 
Y'all want to take trips That everything should be on you When y'all go out there That should be on you The flights The hotel The food Everything should be on you I agree You get what I'm saying And it shouldn't be no complaining Because he's taking care of Everything that He's taking care of Everything a woman would dream about and for the money that you make, and y'all being married ten years, in my eyes, it is disrespectful for you to pay twelve thousand exactly. dollars. It is disrespectful. And what else is disrespectful? This key word that stood out to me: Am I wrong for keeping my personal business finances? My personal business said. finances in a ten-year marriage. There's no such thing as my personal yeah. anything. That's it's ours. We are married. Now, don't get me wrong. As a man. You know, if if it's me in a situation, because it sounds to me like you make way more than your husband make. That that's just what it sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. But even in that situation, most men are not going to ask you for the money anyway. But I need to know what's going on. It it shouldn't be ten years past, and you got all of this money tucked away, and I I have no idea. I've it never take, seen it. It take my bitch ass homeboy <laughs> that's about to get his job taken. That should have his job taken right. from for him to blur some shit out and then find out hit the fan. Right. And yeah, and another thing, bro. it would it would be different if you tried to bring it to him. He said, "Nah, baby, I don't really want to know. I don't care about that." Then then that that's that's different. Yes. Yeah. But for you to just not say it at all, to just tuck it and not, I feel like it's some again. That's what I that's what I mean by like you're not like submitting to his covering. Not even that. You you're not under his, you're not under his leadership. Right. Like you said, that's, that's they're fighting for leadership. Yeah. Jockeying for superiority Because it's like I feel like It's my personal finances Should I consult him Or not Like it's like fam I've been married 10 years That's our personal finances Exactly You know what I'm saying That's my You know that's That's my Greatness with that Um, That's crazy Last question Do I owe my husband Access to my family inheritance No No Family Family would know No Yep Not one penny Not one penny You don't owe him Nothing to that Not to your personal shit that's up, that's up for discussion, y'all. Ten years deep in the game, yeah. mm-hmm. your people got houses and land and all that. I'm not, I'm not expecting you to. And then on top of that, with me. your people having all that type of stuff and the money that you make, you can build that for for him. You can build that for you and him, mm-hmm. which is in turn going to pass down to y'all kids anyway. Right. So is it really for y'all? You get what I'm saying? Like I think you're working in. I think in a way you're working backwards. You know what I'm saying? Because with the money you make, you could have been like. Shit baby Look I'm looking to buy This land right here I got this type of money I can do it But Dola I can just go buy cash I just say this money I can buy cash Bam Alright we gonna put this on it We gonna make some money From this Then we gonna buy Some other shit You could've been doing that You could've been doing that And building stuff For y'all two And the kids Now he ain't worried About no damn inheritance And how much money You getting from that And the assets You getting from that Because we got assets We got all that You know what else too bro um, and again, I just want to make this clear. Shout out to Sean. I'm not saying that you're moving maliciously. This is not the point that we're saying. It's not the point we're getting across. But I will say this, right? Women get on our ass all the time in terms of saying lying and omitting is mm. the same same offense, mm-hmm. same penalty, mm-hmm. regardless of what the motive was. Mm-hmm. We we not don't tell our woman things all the time because we looking at the bigger picture. We say, oh, this is not that important, whatever, whatever. Our, our motives are not malicious, but it's still wrong. Mm-hmm. Right, so if it comes to the light that you know something happened we knew about and she didn't know, she gonna be dead on our ass yeah. because we didn't tell her. Yeah, same situation. You can't have it both ways. If this is if it's, if omitting is wrong, it's wrong on both sides. And you omitted key information to your husband that should have never been omitted. 
that's wrong. Not yeah. saying you did it for malicious reasons, but that's wrong. You you owe that man a super trip. I agree. Super trip. I agree. Come on, come on out that photography finally. Yeah, Oh, that man. Man. Oh, so not a regular trip <laughs> Super trip Straight up uh, But on to the next one It's from Mike the Kid Patreon Mike Mike What's back Say what's good fellas Mike aka the Kid Just enrolled in the Sleazeball University Uh oh Uh oh Coming in as a true freshman Got an inquiry for, for the part I'm you 24 better be balling <laughs> <laughs> So I'm 24 And I'm starting to get more female attention Than ever before I guess they see me grinding And getting in shape I want to maintain a roster, but these ladies are pressing to be in a relationship, and I know I'm nowhere near ready for one. What should a young man like myself do? Buckle down and get cuffed, or be like a smooth and become an all-American sleaze? Look, look, I'm going to tell you right now, bro. You know you ain't ready. You, you know you not ready. Don't destroy these women in the process. We at the sleaze, but we respectful at the sleaze. All you got to do is just tell them, hey, baby, this ain't what it is. If you're looking for a relationship... I am not ready for that. Yeah, I got this and this and this on the table. Just keep it a bean with them. I'm talking to several different women. Mm-hmm. You may lose a few women, but a lot of them are going to stay because they you make them feel. If a woman is pressing you about a relationship, you make her feel good. That's just what it is. So most likely she's going to stay anyway. Just stand on your square. Hey, baby, look, Man. this ain't what it is. Only thing you got to say, you talking to other women. You say I'm single, doing my thing. But if you don't say you to, you're not talking to some people, she gonna press you even harder for that. And I'm not ready for a relationship. She may start popping up on you at the crib. She not. You better not. You know women crazy, dog. She when a woman love you, fool, is she crazy, fool? Waiting wait outside the bud. <laughs> Waiting outside your. Nah, Trying to make your time her time. Mm, nah, yeah. baby. That's a fact. Nah, that's why you gotta you gotta get up off you some kind of way. Hey, hey, I got I, I got some women I'm dealing with. You, you gotta keep a distance. You gotta keep a distance. Yeah, you gotta keep her off. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. a woman will. She gonna be. There. I was in the area. She, <laughs> you live way across now. How you get over here? Yeah, Mike. I'm gonna I'm tell you straight up, bro. Like you can't let women dictate your moves. Mm-hmm. Even if you gotta be an asshole to implement that plan. But what it is is like you as a man. One thing that women respect more than anything is a man that's not willing to bend for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A man that's willing to stay focused on what his structure is, what his plan is, and then, you know, I'll get around to you later. But this is of the utmost importance with me. Women value that. Even if they get mad at you for it, even if they, you know, they annoy for it, they accuse you of neglecting or whatever the case may be, they admire that. Because what that shows is that you're going to be able to lead our family the right way when we actually do get around to the relationship. Mm-hmm. So don't bend on that. Don't Don't do anything like you clearly have a plan in your mind, and you're doing well. You you know what I'm saying? You get into the bag. You're in shape. You, you you doing what you're supposed to do. And these women value that, and these women love being around you. Mm-hmm. But don't let that get to your head. Stay on the path. Stay on the focus. Those women will be there, I promise. And not only those women, but way more in abundance once you get to the finish line. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a, as a man, you cannot let a woman dictate how you move. Mm-hmm. Stay on code. Stay on the plan. And get around to those women when you get around to them. But just like Owen Smooth said, you got to be honest. Don't sell dreams. Don't try to hold a woman there against her will by, you know, omitting information, going to the last question, mm-hmm. or, you know, manipulate. Don't do none of that. Just keep it G. You got to do none of that. Yeah, this is what I'm focused on right now, baby. A relationship is just not it. This is just not what I got in mind for right now. At this point, that's just not what I'm looking for. I'm right. focused you on my grind. Just keep it G with it and tell her, hey, if I get in a relationship with you right now, you're going to hate me. 
or you're going to be third place. Priority list. Mm. It's just dishonest. But just be honest. That way they can never come around and say, oh, you lied or you didn't mm. tell me. Or that. They can never accuse you of that. But, you know, more, more important than anything we say, stay on code, stick to the plan, get to where you're trying to get to. Those women will be there. I promise you. And nothing, too, I think they'll see, especially once you do get serious, they'll realize, like, he wasn't taking no crap right. prior to. So in a relationship, once you get in one, it'll make them feel more secure because they know you had standards. Right. And yep. you wasn't just sniping everything and just, you know what I'm saying? So, That's a fact. Yeah, absolutely. Just keep your head on your shoulders, focus on the prize, and everything is going to just, is literally going to fall Right in front of you Because you're going to stay focused Well said Next one Rashid Patreon member. <clears throat> Say what's up Uncle OG's It's Rashid Got a real, deep real. one for y'all uh, When I think of the King of R&B debate There's four names That immediately come to mind Usher R. Kelly Chris Brown And of course Michael Jackson These are Four extremely talented Black males But I realize Three of the four names Are riddled with controversy can't dismiss the negative things they did or overlook their wrongs, but it seems like as black folks, our legends either literally die or they get torn the fuck down uh, and reduced to nothing, like Bill Cosby, for example. Feels like whenever we have something great, history rewrites it or tries to erase us all together. There are elementary, middle, and high schools still named after slave owners, and those people are celebrated to this day. Yep. Again, we, should ignore, uh, we shouldn't ignore what they did, but as people, I think we should find a... New way of reprimanding our own. It doesn't include overlooking their accomplishments or revoking their legendary status. Uh, when they teach us about Abraham Lincoln, they acknowledge his role in the abolition of slavery, but omit the fact that he had slaves. Mm -hmm. The double standard is ultimately preserving their supremacy. So why are we hindering ours? Shit, even uh, got y'all boys reluctant to sing or mention R. Kelly positively on this black-owned podcast. Uh, my bad for ranting, but what's y'all thoughts? Sending uh, y'all love from Florida. Keep killing shit. Best part out there, hands down. Appreciate that. You know why Appreciate we don't that. do that? Because for me, you can be a great person your whole life. You can be a great person your whole life for me, right? And I may shake your hand and all that type of shit and big you up. Hey, bro, you doing your thing out here. But the moment you do something really flagrant, and I, for me personally, I find out about it. That's who you was from the jump. You just was disguising yourself. Facts. You know what I'm saying? A real, a real man ain't gonna jump out the window and do some fuck shit, some sideways fuck shit, just out the blue. Mm -hmm. That ain't happening. No matter how bad of a day he, yeah. You know, no matter how, you know what I'm saying? No matter how bad of a day he having, ain't no real man doing that. That's who you was from the jump. You just was disguising that your whole life. Uh. You know what I'm saying? That's just like that's just like, and and, and, and this not no bad wave on the on the uh, on the gay community or nothing like that. However you have a public say, that's just like somebody that's in the closet, they whole life, and you finally come out. You know what I'm saying? Take you 10, 20 years, you you finally muster the boss to do what what you should have done ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like like I I equated to that. You was who you was ten years ago. You just finally got some nuts now. So that's that that that's my whole thing, you get what I'm saying. So that's why we on me personally. That's why I don't speak of the positive things in R. Kelly shit. You know, I understand what you done. I never forget what you done for the music game and all that. But all that was built on little girls. I'm just keeping that a bean. So I never speak on you positive. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. So that's my whole thing about that. But I I respect what you're saying. I get what you're saying. They'll never let black people leave clean. Never. 
No matter who you are not, Look at what they did To Bill Cosby bro And that was 60 years old when, Don't they have Statue of limitations on, on A lot of things But something 60 years old I could still go to jail for And then on top of that I went to jail for Something That they told me I wouldn't go to jail for If I admitted it And they used that same video To put me in jail Come on man We all know the game Is rigged against This skin right here Everybody know that you know what I'm saying? And I'm just tired of black people acting like that ain't the game. I'm tired of black people just acting like, oh, it's supposed to be this, it's supposed to be that. Yeah, it's supposed to be what we all know what we born into. The moment you understand what this skin come with, you understand the game is rigged. Every curve, every every uh, uh, grade you get is going to be curved, baby. You don't get the same grace as the other side. You don't get none of that. If that was the case, you would see a lot of other black owned a lot of things. Matter of fact, a black man would own a black man or woman would own a resource. They'll never let us own that. Not in this lifetime. You will never see a black person own a resource. Why the game has changed for it. The game is always curved for us. That's with everything. Until we understand that, that and that's when we'll get progress. But everybody wanna live in a fairy tale world like it's supposed to be fair. We'll never get that. Come on, man. Come on. Mm. Oh. All right. You feel about that? Run that back. Run that question back. Okay, so let's see. In front of the top? Because he was. Basically, he's saying, like, um, you know, oh, when he thinks of the kings of, R, the kings of R&B, you think of Usher, R. Kelly, Chris Brown, and, of course, Michael Jackson. Now, he's saying that three of these four names have been riddled with, you know, mm-hmm. uh, infamy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it seems like always with black folks, whenever we get too high, they find a way to tear us down. Even our, even our legends is always an asterisk. It's always something negative, but when you look at, you know, legends from their side, like Abraham Lincoln or somebody like that, it seems that even though they do wrong, mm-hmm. they 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 able to preserve always, their legacy. And always getting propped up. On oh, the before, you, before you speak, though, mm-hmm. with Chris Brown, I would not put him on that list. He did that when he was a child, bro. Just because you're 18, 19, it don't make you grown. It don't make you grown. It's the mindset. The boy was a child. Now look at his track record after that. All of that has been lies. All the women that didn't call the police on him, that said something about it, you know what I'm saying? All of that he has proven to be lies. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to hold somebody to a standard when they was 19? I guarantee if we did that to everybody that was 19 before, every, a lot of people out here have felonies. A lot of people wouldn't be who they are today. You're allowed to make mistakes when you're 19. Hell, we're allowed to make mistakes when we're 30. You get what I'm saying? But the 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 the... Let's say the, the 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 big mistakes. You are not allowed to make that when you're 30 versus when you're 31. No, versus when you're 18. So 18, 19, bro, I would not put an asterisk by Chris Brown name. You get what I'm saying? I would not do that. I would not do that to that man. Because he has shown himself to be an outstanding man, great father, great music producer, all these type of things. You get what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? A, a decision at 18, 19. Derails his whole career And some people eyes Come on bro Who you was at 18, 19 Keep it a bean Um I don't know I, Cause I have a lot of thoughts Um Because one I feel like it's a little Somewhat different But it's not The comparisons As far as like Abraham Lincoln And Then these Artists and their allegations Some stuff are true Um But I think also part of it is is just it's us and what we take value in because I immediately thought about you got artists that's 
talking and rapping and actually killing people, mm-hmm. distributing drugs, and we praise that. But then, you know what I'm saying, when it's like a sexual allegation or something like that, then you got to take that serious. But why we don't take the other side serious? So I, it's, it's kind of tough. But, I mean, it's definitely, you know what I'm saying, it's not fair right. on our end at all in any way. Because, I mean, just like uh, uh, Ryan Lockie, whatever his name was, the, the swimmer. Yeah, the swimmer. He, yeah. he lied overseas. You lied. This, this is an Olympic stage. You lying talking about you got robbed. He did. And they came out, oh, he's just a child. He just he was fucking 25. Yeah. That ain't no fucking kid. Mm. He knew what he was doing. Mm. Him and his friends. So it's like stuff like that, yeah, it's is it definitely sucks, you know what I'm saying, being on the on the opposite end a lot of times because we barely get any grace. But we also I think we also praise the wrong things and we also put too much stock in certain things as well. And so that kind of skews the numbers and just the playing field a little bit and just our perception. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, um, I think like we as, as black folks need to do a better job of policing ourselves. I think the fact that we depend on them for approval mm-hmm. forces us to kind of cast out those of us who make mistakes compared to the other way around. Like on, on their side, when they people make mistakes, it's, it's undercovers. They deal with that behind closed doors. They don't bring it to the forefront unless something just leaks out. Or something just, you know, is just so egregious to where, okay, we we have to bring it. Like, what's the name? Pan. Sorry, cut you off. But, like, uh, oh, that damn lady name. That was buying her way, uh, buying her daughter way into school. Right. Having people fake take the SATs and all that shit. Like, right. Shit like that. If it, if she wouldn't have get, got caught, that would have been swept under the rug. Right. And you look at, like, the Oscars. You look at, you know, uh, Weinstein. And these people doing this for 30, 40 years. Well, nobody said nothing, but until, you know, something just so egregious, somebody just slipped out, said something, and that opened a whole whirlwind. Oh, he was doing it. He was doing it. He was doing it. He was doing it. It's all of that. But they was able to keep that up under wraps and deal with that behind closed doors. And that's not saying that's right. What I'm saying is we need to do a better job of policing ourselves. So when things like this happen, say, for instance, even in the R. Kelly situation, and that's what I was so disappointed with, not necessarily R. Kelly. I feel like he he's a... Again, he has, like, real issues that need to be addressed from a doctor's perspective, right? But my issue was with the people that was around him. Mm-hmm. Everybody that enabled it, the bodyguard, the, the manager, the producer, the dudes that was going out getting these girls and bringing them to him, knowing this dude is is doing what he's doing. That's what I mean by self-policing. First time that we heard of something like that, y'all supposed to whoop our Kelly ass right on the spot. I don't care nothing about how big of a celebrity he is. I don't care whatever. We're going to whoop his ass, reprimand you, then go get you, try to get you the help that you need. Because he clearly has, you know, issues. So he was molested when he was younger and he was, you know, whatever. So it's, it's a bunch of different things. And they all know this. But yet y'all are bringing girls to him. Y'all are driving up there to that high school with him and parking outside and Man. recruiting and doing all this. Y'all are hiding these sex tapes. Y'all are keeping these girls hostage. And when these girls try to run away, y'all are the ones going to find them, bringing them back to the crib. Like, it's that type of thing. So it's like y'all are enabling this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So as black people, I feel like we need to do a better job of self-policing ourselves. When we get out of line, it needs to be checked immediately, reprimanded immediately, even if it's behind the scenes, preferably behind the scenes. For some damn money. Right. Because all the time, it's the root of that money, man. Right. Of course. Parents included. That's yep. how they was able to get That's another way. Everybody, yep. was, everybody was complicit in this. Yep. Everybody. Parents in there. Why is your 14-year-old daughter going to the studio with this man for years, she ain't. You ain't heard one song. Ain't heard what nothing she was on. But you sending her to the studio with this man every day. I'm sure that you hearing things. You know, especially with all these allegations. Even having these allegations, even early '90s. Yep. 
Why are you in 1999 sending your or 2003 sending your daughter to a studio with this man? It's, it's things like that. So you know, I feel like that's that's the step that we need to take. Not necessarily hiding things, yep. but addressing our issues behind closed doors then and not you taking don't every get the money rent. you tell. Right. right. Now you want a black. Everybody girl. need to go to jail. Right. Exactly. I agree. So you know, and and until until we do that, then they are going to forever be able to tear down our legends, different things like that, because we're not we're depending on them to do it. Yep. So we can't get mad at them for doing some shit that we refuse to do on our own end. You know, so that's my thoughts. I ain't gonna like that message, but that's just a fact. It's real shit. That's just facts. All right, last one of the day. It's from Chauncey, Patreon. Chauncey. Says, hey, what's up, Cruises? And I have a story I'm gonna tell you guys about raising my sexual experience with women. Uh, Coming soon, I will tell y'all my experience in college in the spring semester. I'm gonna uh, wait on that. (laughs) <laughs> For right now I'm going to talk about this topic About my sexual experience So I have been having Some crazy ass moments uh, Where my hormones uh, Have been having Some difficulties okay. It's bad to the point Where I'm on a brick At 3 in the morning Waking up I will be driving And uh, be playing the game <laughs> He said I need that Skin to skin action I have not been having Sex in a year It's crazy I'm telling women about uh, I'm in that whole phase Meaning raising my stock To get these women I know how to talk to a woman Know how to have a good time With them They respect me I have a rotation of women's Different personalities And you know I just tell the truth One thing I want to learn Is telling a woman I just want to have sex For fun In a respectful way Don't give me uh, Don't get me wrong It's a Wild topic I'm trying better I'm trying to better My sex game So when I get done Having a rotation of women I'm going to get a girlfriend uh, right now, I can't find one, and I'm not ready for one. The only time uh, to have sex with a woman is always in a relationship. I'm doing something different. It's very rare to tell a woman you just want to have sex for fun. I had uh, success one time telling a girl uh, when I was straightforward. Uh, also, I never thought it was going to happen. Please tell me the truth about this topic. I have three questions to ask about the topic. One, should a good man learn... Uh, Learn women in a whole, whole or whore phases, and uh, women get better information from learning how to have better sex. How many times should I be having sex with this person throughout the day? Uh, number two, how did y'all have success in the whole, in the whole phase? Uh, three, there's a quote I want to read and uh, and get y'all thoughts on. The title is called "Turn Your Lust into Gifts." Quote, unquote, when a man sees a beautiful woman, it is natural for him to feel the energy in his body, which he usually interprets as sexual desire. Rather than dispersing this energy in a mental uh, fantasy, a man should learn to circulate this heightened energy. He should breathe fully, circulate the energy fully throughout his body. He should treat his heightened energy as a gift that could heal and rejuvenate his body and through his service heal the wound. Through uh, these means, his desire is converted into the fullness of his heart. His desire is not converted by denying sexual attraction, but enjoying it fully. Circulating it through his body without allowing it to stagnate uh, as just a mental fantasy, and returning it to the world from his heart. Thank y'all for reading this long story. I hope y'all enjoy the story, and uh, y'all fellas keep up the good work. Love Chauncey. Appreciate that, big dog. All right. So his first question is: uh, Should a good man learn women in his whole phase? And uh, how many times should I be having sex with these women that I'm, you know, I guess experiencing it within my whole phase? Does it take a good does it take a whole phase for a good man to enjoy women? And if so, how should I play it? No. 
I don't think you need to, you don't need a full whole phase. But you do need to spend some time with women and learn women and learn what they like and don't like. Yeah. And you don't have to have a ton of partners to learn that. Yeah. And, and different that's, that's, styles of women. Yeah. That's just that's yeah. just conversation. They can tell you. Like whether they like toys in the bed, whether they don't. Mm. Whether, you know what I'm saying, they like only certain positions. Like, it's all type of stuff. Some women like foreplay, some like to get straight to it. Mm-hmm. Like that's questions that you got to ask because every woman is different. Some women don't like you going down on them. That's just not what they, but they don't mind doing it to you. True. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, it's just conversation. They got to be had and each woman is going to be different. So you can learn as much as you want and then the person that you be with don't like half the stuff that you that's have facts. learned to do. <laughs> so now you got to start all over. So it, it just, but you do want to collect a lot of data. You do want to Get some type of experience though, because it will be eventually useful. So you got to know something. Right. But yeah, as far as just running through a bunch of women, like I said before, like we've always been taught that you got to just run through women, run through women, da da da. But that's not true. You ain't got to do all that because at the end of the day, you still left empty. You still at home by yourself, pommeling your hand. Boy, like, you better be. You better <laughs> be somebody with a cold personality, and that mouthpiece better be smooth. Like yeah. Man. That's where your mouthpiece need to be at. Cause if it ain't, you ain't gonna know. You ain't gonna learn. You ain't gonna know how to learn these women. You ain't gonna know how to learn these women. Cause all you see in the sex, because obviously you're talking mm-hmm. about your whole face, all you see in the sex. You say you're trying to get to know a woman, you only get to know a woman through conversation. Mm-hmm. Sex is just sex. You know what I'm saying? Now the, the people like some women are more freaky than others, but the bottom line is the sex is the sex. You know what I'm saying? So you don't know what you want out of a woman until you have conversations with her. You know what I'm saying? Just like you may be somebody that want a big wedding. She may be somebody that only wants you there. You get what I'm saying? Like it's conversations that need to be had. You ain't going to learn that banging her head out. <laughs> you ain't going to learn that with that head boy banging. You ain't going to learn all. that. You know what I'm saying? It can also be confusing. Yeah. Sex is going to be confusing, especially if you with somebody frequently. Like you can say it's just sex all you want, but especially if y'all have a good y'all have a good rapport with each other, yeah. good relationship, like that's gonna confuse you and 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 you know what I'm saying, especially mess with her because women are more emotional sexually than we are. You can go in and and get it several times a month or whatever and be cool. She on the other hand thinking like like dang, I think that's my man. Really like me? Yeah, like she gonna start questioning herself. Or questioning you. Yeah, that's my man. So And she gonna be like, who else you doing it with? Cause she gotta protect herself in a way. Just like you do. Who you doing this to? So the only I feel like the, the answer to your question is <laughs> exactly. like tricks and shit. Exactly. The, the answer to your question is it's not sex, bro. It's not sex. Yeah. It's using your people skills and you know what I'm saying, your mouthpiece to understand what you really want out of some out of Said woman Whatever that woman Is going to be mm. You get what I'm saying Like that's what you need To be picking up The sex along the way It is great But you're not learning Doing sex You're not you, you, Well you're not learning Anything tangible You're just learning How to make That woman satisfied And that's that woman That's not all women mm-hmm. So That's yeah. what I would tell you Yeah I would agree I think um I mean, I feel like it, a whole face can be useful, but it's it's all about the mindset you go into it with. You go into it just, hey, I'm trying to snipe everything moving. Then it ain't going to be that productive. Um, 
if anything, it may like raise your confidence a little bit, but you know, um, turns it into the bedroom and different things like that. But in terms of like teaching you conversational skills and how to actually have emotional intelligence with women, you're not really learning that. You're just going into these situations. I'm doing what I got to do and getting up out of here. And not, if I'm not getting up out of here, I'm putting you out of here when I'm done. So, uh, I don't know. I, I think it just depends on the intent you go into it with and how you move while you in it. But it, you know, it can be useful. Um, you know, again, if you are able to have conversations with a lot of these women and, you know, get their desires and get their wants and get their needs, it'll help you understand them better. But I feel like most dudes that are in a whole phase, they ain't doing that. Uh-uh. I'm calling you over to the crib on late night. We're going to act like we watching the movie. I'm trying to put your head through the sheetrock and send you to the crib. Don't do that shit no more either. So, that yawning shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that don't work no more. Hell, dog. Nah. So, uh, you don't want to be like, because you can, I mean, because... You can have a bunch of bodies, quote unquote, but and don't learn a thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You be a Tony Snell. Thirty two minutes, no points, no rebounds, no assists. Yeah, just out there. Yeah, just out there. You know what I'm saying. Taking us space. None with of the a women, on. None of the women were satisfied. You yeah. went through all these women, and none of them was was ever satisfied with with the sexual experience. Fact. But you got yours off. So and so, I mean, you can't learn nothing from that. You got to take your time. Sometimes you got really, and then, but also you got to, but I think you can't really, you can't really learn unless you know something about them. You got to be interested in them some kind of way too. Yeah. To learn those different parts and ins and outs of a woman and what she like and what she don't like. Every woman don't like you putting their fingers, your, your fingers in them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's just different things you got to learn about women, man. And it's patience. Patience, good conversation. It's going to get you where you need to be. And don't be, and don't be so pressed about it either. If she just offering conversation, take the conversation and let it be. That's key. And if you and if her head just ends up falling in your lap, then just fall in your lap. <laughs> but that boy ain't me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Second question was uh well, not to say this part of the first sneaking multiple questions in. Um he's basically asking like how much should I be having sex with these women throughout the whole phase? I would say not a lot. Because the more you have sex with the same girl, the more feelings she's going to catch. Mm-hmm. And you're not in the space to catch those feelings that she's catching, so don't even do that. Hell, you might even catch feelings. Yep. If, she, if she put it on you, yep. then now you're going to be possessed. And she ghost your stupid ass. Because <laughs> you got some women that's going to ghost. Now I look yeah. at you. <laughs> she yeah. had a whole man out here. <laughs> <You look> stupid. <laughs> Liking the pictures Congratulations You see her in the D-Hall She holding another man hand She walk past you like You ain't breathing That's real That's how I go man uh, Second question How did y'all have success In the whole phase I mean You see how I look boy See how I walk It's me It's <laughs> the only thing I got for you <laughs> Oh Yes, it says you like sniping. Again, I wouldn't. I would not advise anybody to do the route that I took. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Remember what they said? Even when Kobe, when he lost that championship, he was in the gym the next morning shoot yeah. jumpers and up. That was me. I'm. I was trying to perfect my craft. <laughs> that's that's just real. Like different approaches, different how you talk to them, where you take them. And then you just slowly learn, like, literally, every woman's different. That's why I said, like, some women okay with the little taco date. Mm-hmm. Some women, you got to take them out, do something fun. Some women, they want you to wine and dine them. Like, so you're going to have to be able to adjust and 
play all levels of the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you can't do that, you're going to, you know, you're going to drown out here. But, yeah, my, <laughs> I wouldn't advise nobody to do my way, boy, because I was out there. <laughs> I was out there. And I had a lot of, never mind, I ain't going to get <laughs> What's Fun that? times, fun times. It's no longer going to be, that's the old me. That's the old over. Straight up. Uh, I would just say, man, just just by not lying to them, bro. I feel like most dudes do themselves a disservice with that. But you get to lying to these women trying to say they feelings or whatever, and, you know, she talking about she catching feelings. You're like, well, yeah, I, I like you too. You don't even like this all like that. You just do what you got to do to Straight get the ass get up out the way. Now you lying. Now you wonder why she kid your car, <laughs> throwing rocks through your windows and shit like that because you lied. Just uh, tell them the truth, bro. Uh, rolling up on you in the D hall while you with another female. Uh, sir, <laughs> who is this? <laughs> My old boss, his game was he, he, he was a terrible person. That used to tell women that he loved them. Like, just try. <laughs> It'd be like two weeks and he was like, baby, I, I love you. Like, I love you. Oh, and they fell for it. right there, get you stabbed. <laughs> get you That's shot. <laughs> Several of them popped up at the job. I bet, I, I, oh. I bet they did. I bet they did. Um, in terms of his last question, uh, I mean, I think we universally agreed on that. When you were talking about turning your lust into gifts, mm. yeah, um, I, I agree, man. I think you know, again, you ain't you ain't got to act on everything that you want to snipe, and that's another thing that people can use when they're trying to find themselves. That's how, like, if you want to know the measure of a man, pay attention to what he says no to. That speaks volumes as to his confidence, as to who he is, as to what he values. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to hit everything moving, mm. even if it falls into your lap. Sometimes you just got to, like, consider the pros and cons of this situation and say, eh, this ain't worth it, man. I'm just going to pass on this. You know what I'm saying? And, and channel that energy into something else. Now, you may be horny or you may be whatever, but you can channel that energy into a lot of different things. And that's what that quote is basically saying. Um, but, yeah, in terms of the quote, I agree, man, a thousand percent, man. Turn that lust into something productive. Turn that lust or, or that energy, all that energy that you have for these women into something productive. Because those women are going to be there. That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah, we're done. All right, on that note, man, we're going to get up out of here. Shout out to our social medias and things of that nature. SMUV underscore underscore following right to show, little bitch. So underscore fitness all platforms, y'all know. D-Trill AC everywhere I know where to find me at Crew season uh, Make sure y'all tap in Keep on liking Subscribing Commenting We appreciate all the love uh, For sure Shout out to our Patreon <laughs> And uh, yeah man Just again Just want to thank y'all man We almost to 100 episodes Man we appreciate y'all For riding with us Supporting us throughout this journey Been a lot of ups and downs And you know We just trying to just Trying to keep this thing going And we definitely appreciate y'all For that For sure um, on that note, we're going to get up out of here with a record off that new 42 Doug ESTG project. It's called Free to Shine Us. Um, we gone, man. We appreciate y'all. Mm, I hop out with the chop out at my op house. Niggas swear they don't fuck with 12. He trying to pop out. Drop out. Smelling what I'm cooking. Put the rock down. Stop, bitch. Used to fuck with us. She a op now. Black bitch fucking beef. Her excuse, she selling beans. Who want them for 17? A thousand under 11 G's. F Jake. Exotic, no, a nigga meth. Yes, rapper, where? I sell dog and I'm not a bitch. Yeah, just fresh. Circle squares and that's a solid rep. Squirt large. This bitch. 
try not to stir. I don't care. I done dumped on niggas with they mama there. I'ma jump out first. You know I never been no follower. I say down the swallower. Supreme truths by the purse. I don't trust a bitch. So if I slip, my youngest still alert. Rapper second, killer first. My eyes probably invented shirts. What's the next still in the dirt? Little homie and cousin. I'm young. Big spikes, they muddy. Twelve uncles, they nutty. We been killing for money. Get back for our brother, nigga. Better not ask for nothing. Back up, better not touch me. Niggas get killed for clutching. Nigga die before they blink their ass. Ain't even see me up and here was fire. Them to cross my eyes. I ain't even get the fuck out. I was high. We just met one time. I told this bitch I love her. And I told this bitch is fuck her. Can't get me, gotta do my brother. Condor three at three, I'm dumping, bumping, jumping, fuck them. yelling free reek. I'm still yelling free me. SP, free to shine. That's exotic me. Been trying me, ain't no put it behind me. I'm on this shit for real. Ain't jumping on no deals. Before I was counting M's, I was keeping up with drills. I know what you ain't did, and I know that you ain't built for smoke. So why you playing with a nigga who didn't kill before? We still young, thugging, yelling free all my brothers. Yeah. Yelling free all the shiners, indicted for wearing diamonds. Fuck them. Yeah.